What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast live in motherfucking person. Welcome to Salem, brother. For the first time in a little bit. And uh, today uh, we have a special guest right here to our left. For those of you who are listening in the car or on the toilet or wherever, you can't watch a video. This is our friend... um, uh, Joe. What was your name again? Yeah, do we know what his name is? Anything yeah. good? Uh, he'll let us know. He doesn't talk a lot. He's pretty... Not a great podcast guy to be on, but yeah. he's... Um, he, he promised he wouldn't interrupt, though. Yeah, he's he's good stuff, and he, we like him a lot. So, welcome cool to the podcast, guys. Um, today we have some interesting topics. Oh, what do you, what's, what's the deal? It's the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. We're back at it again in person. Couldn't be happier. And uh, a lot of times we talk in person, we have all kinds of weird topics in the past. We've had uh, the death of the queen. Mm-hmm. We've done subjects such as John F. Kennedy. We have, yeah. And uh, this week we're talking about another notable human being. And this guy is who I would label the hobo cynic of philosophy. He existed um, as a very unnotable person, you would think. He had no money, no job, barely any food. He slept on the fucking dirt, and he was naked constantly and masturbated in public quite often, to the point that it was he was famous for it. Yeah. But this person is noted alongside the world's greatest philosophers. I'm talking about Sun Tzu, Socrates, uh, Mother Teresa, you know, the big three. <laughs> <laughs> so today, the big three. we're yep. going to take a step yep. back to ancient Greece and learn about why this ostensibly homeless dog man became one of the most famous people of all time. On the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. Let's go. That's right, listeners. This week we're talking about Diogenes. He's a philosopher. Yeah, you've heard of Aristotle, Socrates, Hippocrates, which is where that idea of hypocrite comes from. No shit. Yeah. Not that's news to me. Yeah, the Socratic yeah. method. Socrates. They took all their names like yeah, just that, but thinking. I mean, you had a lot to do at the time. They had a lot of money and a lot of resources, and that's when you get smart people. When you have to survive on a day-to-day basis and you don't know if you're going to eat tomorrow, there's no time to look at the stars and wonder how if the earth is round or not. You just got to just live. Yeah, no, good point. Um, every time I've sat in the yard and looked at the stars, it's because I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 all rich? jokes aside. But you mean like you can go inside, you're going to be warm when you get inside, you get food in the fridge, you mm-hmm. got a job, like you're not wanting to survive. Oh, exactly. If you've got a bunch of kids and you, have, you work a ton of hours or whatever it is, you know, the thing is, you don't, you don't give a shit. I actually no. asked, so like almost a decade ago, I asked a, a former boss of mine who was a good dude, uh, the guy who understood all this stuff, and he said before he had children, um, he cared about all the world's problems and he wanted to fight for them and whatever it is. Then once he did, he's Noble. like, he's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. He's like, because they, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta care about them. So he's like, whatever. 
It's all good. I feel like that's probably the majority of the world. Yeah. Because even if you do care about things like that, you're like, no one does anything. It's like, yeah, but if you have kids or if you have something you're aiming towards in your life, you can't take three years to join Greenpeace. You, yeah, exactly. You have to fucking do the shit you want to yeah, do. Yeah, you can't solve all that stuff. Unless take you that times eight billion like people. That. Right, right. People are fucking busy with their own lives and shit. Yeah, know? exactly. And, and the thing is, I, I think he's right. So, like, mm. yes, the world's problems are all crazy, but, dude, no matter how much you... Look, this is this is my perspective, but... How much you vote? Is how much you whatever it is. Yeah, you ain't changing dick, dude. Like for the most part, no. Especially, I think because of shit like that, though, where it's like if you're gonna be the one hero, everyone else is worried about their kids or their life or whatever. How are you gonna persuade all those people to change their minds if you can barely even do it? Yeah, exactly. But so the thing is, like, what happens with the human brain, from my perspective, is when you don't have a lot going on, you where human the human brain, which has been was invented about 200,000 years ago. Yeah, exactly. That. But we know that the, the, the homo sapien brain like really came online 40,000 years ago, right? Yeah. When it really started kicking into the high gear, kicking in, it's the exact same brain. So think about like 42,000 BC. It's the same goddamn people we are now, just yeah. with different circumstances and environment. Mm -hmm. More food. And it's, it's primarily designed to problem solve. So and that's what survival is, right? Yeah, that's it. So just a series of problems just, are going to come at you. You have to solve them or you die. Yeah, that's it. And go. at that point, it was straight up just survive or die. So yeah. So if you just sit in your house all day and sleep and wake up and fucking check the mail or whatever it is, you're gonna you're die. gonna find problems. Hence, hence the Facebook group. You know you're from Salem if, and you know you're from Marlboro if. People of Hudson, Massachusetts. People of fucking flint michigan all those groups are right. all those people who are dangerous grinder attachments dangerous grinder <laughs> attachments these sure. are all retired people they got nothing going on got nothing going on plenty of food so all of a sudden like the, the, the goddamn fucking you know this that goddamn whatever you'll make a problem if you don't have one in front of you is what yeah you're saying. oh exactly that's a great and point start solving things yeah you'll find problems dude yeah yeah if you really don't have any problems going on you will find a problem you could be in in fucking paradise, or in that movie that Leonardo DiCaprio was in, um, where he's on the island, it's probably it's called the island. <laughs> yeah, the island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called it's called the island. Yes. They're on the island. Yep. They found a lot of problems. Like they were paradise. In paradise. And people start fucking each other's girlfriends, and then it gets yep, real yep, exactly. crazy. After so that. it's not our species. Not fucking possible to just exist. Yes. Not a thing. It's not, but we're nope. all striving for that because it's the whole thing of more money, more problems. Some of the most, most beautiful people in the world are the poorest and the richest people because yeah. they just, and maybe they have that human thing where it's just like, even if you have everything great, you'll make problems for yourself. Oh, absolutely. And, and your brain will trick you into thinking you're a miserable piece of shit. You should probably unalive yourself yep. pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, but that's the way the world is. And that's, so, that's why it's so great you brought up that point because it ties into what we're talking about today perfectly. The idea of the wealth and the satisfaction you'd have to have to be a thinker or a writer. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. like, you know, people like Friedrich Nietzsche, one of the best philosophers of all time, never worked a day in his life. He had a bunch of fucking that. money, just sat mm -hmm. at home, smoking cigarettes, getting mad about shit, and just thinking. You could not do that if you couldn't eat. You wouldn't... It's, how many philosophers did we lose in the world that had to just fucking make food for themselves? Well, I thought you were going to say put their head in the oven. That, many of that happened to as well. And a lot of that people, seems to be the, the more you learn about it, you're like, oh, the world's fucked, I'm going to kill myself. 
Yeah, or I'm gonna drink myself to death or whatever I have to do. It's typically what they do is they, they tend fun. to go out on that that thing. Yeah, and, and um, sometimes even other people kill them because of their ideas. Like Socrates was murdered by the state because of his ideas. They said that's yeah. enough of that. Well, because they're against God. They don't like that. Yeah, they don't like that. My favorite thing is like a little on the same topic, but when you meet someone who's like, like, hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, you're going for a hike or you're at the bar or whatever. I'm just in a really just in a really good place right now this is a single friend who's probably a girl and they're just yeah. like they're i like, can picture her right they're now. just like doing yoga they're like i'm just in a really 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 good place now just thriving warning sign that is the closest friend you have to a giant mental breakdown yeah they are on a nice <laughs> they are edge. not in a good place in more ways than one <laughs> yeah they did a bunch of self-soothing things over the past <laughs> six months where they think they're in a good They're place, trying to convince you as much are, as themselves. They cl- exactly. They are closer to a mental breakdown than you've ever you, fucking they seen. They need you more now than, than ever. Than you've ever seen in your life. They are not in a good place. They're in a bad place. Bad, anyway. bad place. No one who's in a good place has ever declared, I'm in a good place right now. No. Nope. You just are or you aren't. Yeah. And no one in a good place. You Did you say bad place or good place? Uh, and no one, in a, and no one in a good place ever says, "I'm in a good place right now." Like no. you just, you don't mention it like they that. don't talk about it. No, who they just talk are. About it they're living. Are in a real bad spot. Yeah, because they've been Check thinking about friends. it. Those ones, that can be an issue. Yeah, if, if yeah. someone says how are things going, they say same shit, different day. They're all right. Just, yep. Just talk to them for a while. They'll a be fine. Up. They're definitely fucked up, but they're yeah, yeah but yeah. They're, it's normal. Fucked shit up. Sucks. Yeah, yeah but, shit sucks. And of course yeah. it does. Yeah. But if, they, if you ask how your friend is, and they go, you know what? I'm in a really good place right now. They they need your help. <laughs> you can, don't help. ignore that. They need your help, like, bad. That's the kind of shit. It's like the warning signs where like, the parents are like, I had no idea. It's like, they said I'm in a good place right now. It's like, you should have known that. Yeah, if you're a good parent, that, you know that does not mean that. That is not mean It's like asking all. your significant other, how are things going? They're like, it's fine. And you're yeah. like, she said it's fine. It's like, dude, you should know better than that. It's actually worse. It means that, like, it's worse having than a good bad. place now means that they have a manic issue where, like, they had an hour a day after yoga where they felt an endorphin rush. Yeah. And they're trying to... They were just crying in their car for 45 minutes before they got in there. They Definitely. Be no late. question. Yeah, you had the crying. And they get in there oh, and yeah. they, they put on the concealer so you can't see the red eyes. And they yep. go, I'm in a really good place right now. <laughs> Are you? You just emptied out your skull in the car. Yeah, we just saw you crying in your Saturn like a lot. Yeah. it was sure? The car was shaking. <laughs> and you were just in there alone yeah, sobbing. Are you sure about that? Um, Are you sure about that? <laughs> Exactly. So back to uh, the leaders of thought. Oh, I'll tell you, I didn't completely. So yeah. that, that's exactly what we're talking about. Thanks. Yeah. Having the time to say, I'm just surviving, thriving. You have all these things you wrap your life around and you, you make problems for yourself the more you do it. And of course, everyone wants to live a simple life and all this kind of stuff, but you don't. Because on a day-to-day basis, you want to complicate things. You want to gain more stuff, gain more relationships, make more decisions. You want to complicate your life because you think the complications will make the things solved. The more you can add to your life, the better it will be, right? Addition by addition, not by subtraction. So our subject today felt the exact opposite way about this. He felt like the more simple you could live, the least attachments you could have, the better your life will be. And you're not not necessarily better in the form of happiness, but like the most like pure version of living. And like, I don't know if he decided that. I don't think he definitely didn't decide to do this just to be happy and be the happiest person alive. He decided it was the truest way to live, and it's the only way he could live with himself was to live in this particular way. Like I wouldn't even consider him a happy guy, but I would not consider him miserable or tortured. He just was what he was, and he didn't. He truly did not give a fuck. Like he's the epitome of not giving a fuck, <laughs> completely. 
So our, our story starts out uh, in an interesting way because I didn't even realize this until I looked it up today because I knew about the quotes, but this is even greater. Our guy is Dino Diogenes the Cynic, or also known as Dino Diogenes of Sinope, which is a peninsula in Turkey. And I was like, where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did he come from, Cotton Eye Joe? And he was the son of a mint master, which means his dad literally made money. <laughs> and he was kicked out of Turkey because he was accused of the, the crime of making money worth less. <laughs> this guy, it's called the debasement of currency, otherwise known as lowering the intrinsic value of coins, especially in connection with money. So basically, trying so to like United, cause inflation. The entire United States. <laughs> yeah. The and son all, of and a guy. all of the world combined. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so let's print money to devalue it. Just yeah. devalue money. Yeah. He was on to something. So it's uh, he was the son of a guy who it was his job to make money, and his number one thing that he got in trouble for when he was growing up was trying to make money worthless. I think that tells you a lot about him already. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to be like my father. I don't care about money at all. Yeah, I like him, and I still won't care in the future. So he's what you would call the one of the fathers of cynicism. Which cynicism is we use it now as being like you're above it all, or you're like you're being pessimistic about things. Cynical. Cynical, exactly. And then the term cynical... Like, hey, let's have a great day. No, life sucks. Yeah, yeah. My life sucks. Oh, sure, yeah. It's really a great day. Yeah. Great day. What's not to like? It's raining. Yeah. 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 That's a cynical... Every single day, more greenhouse gases enter the atmosphere than ever. Yeah. But, but sure, it's a great day. Oh, it's day. a great day. My life sucks. My husband left me. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when I first heard about that term, cynicism, I'm like, oh, that must be like they're all like just mad at the world and shit like that. But the, the word that we talk about now comes from this and has been skewed more towards like a pessimistic view of the yeah, world. Yeah, see. It, cynicism does not inherently mean that. The idea of cynicism, the philosophy, has to do with a school of thought that says that the reasoning and purpose in life is to gain happiness and achieve true virtue, full, uh, true virtue through agreement with nature. Meaning, living as simply as you can and free of constraints. Oh shit, that's what cynicism that's actually what, that's means. That's what the philosophy of cynicism means. No it, it means like way. living with nature and just being like, I'm not going to tie myself to all these earthly pleasures or pains, not all these connections people. I just want to live <clears throat> as simply as I can and be a cynic, meaning I want to live like basically like a monk or like a, just like as simple as I can. Yeah, just like the, the typical dude who moves into the woods. Like a hermit. Yeah, the guy who moves, he's like, I'm going to go live in the forest and the government says you can't do that and he says yeah. well i'm gonna do it anyway and you go well you have to pay taxes you go why and yeah. then they go because you have to and he goes no i'm not going to because i'm not producing anything i'm not i'm, not I'm, just, anything. I'm just i'm just in i'm like 200 miles in the woods you can't even find me well you can't do that because you can't do it and he's like well i can yeah. and um uh yeah no i i get that and he, every day I'm one step closer to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've the thing is, I in my area that goes by, I, I do love get my closer friends. To that. Yeah. I love my friends and my family. Of course, that's about it. Yeah, and then the rest of it, take it or leave it. Take Most it or leave it. it. Yeah, yeah. So he decided he could have easily been that guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up being the guy who just lives in the woods. But this guy, he was less about the idea of like being a, a hermit survivalist and like learning all these skills in order to like you know do that. He wanted to be a philosopher. He wanted to like truly gain knowledge by questioning everything in the world. And that included being around people. So he did not dislike people being around him. 
he wanted to be around people. He wanted to question them. He wanted them to question him. He wanted to gain knowledge. And in the woods by yourself, you can gain, you know, that unity with nature or whatever, but you can't have your ideas challenged and challenge the ideas of others. So I think that he, he would never have moved out of the city. He moved from one city to another because he was like, I'm not leaving the city. This is where yeah. I belong. I get you. That's what I'm doing. Uh, one of the, the things that he's credited with, the idea of, uh, on Wikipedia at least, is cosmopolitanism. Another word that I'm like, oh, so city... That's his fucking idea? And it goes, Cosmopolitanism is the idea that all human beings are members of a single community. In other words, we are all world citizens. Interesting. So, so the idea of countries and individual cities no, I'm is, liking this a lot. is not yeah, yeah. like... It's a, it's a fake construct we've no made shit. up to separate each other. This is true. Stuff. And it's completely completely true. It is true. I, I just didn't realize it, that like, that word was called cosmopolitan. I didn't realize either. I thought it was just a drink. Well, yeah. well, I thought it just meant you were fancy city folk. No, very cosmopolitan. Cos- very, well, exactly. Like, yeah, the drink is named I like that, yeah. I like to dress up, look fancy, yeah. and have nice drinks at a cool bar. But and the idea that this guy was one of the starters of that idea, and he literally didn't wear clothes. it has nothing clothes. to do with that at all. He didn't bathe or wear clothes. Like, it's completely yeah. the opposite of it that. It just means that you're... So the thing is, it's... Dude, this guy's getting better and better every day. I thought you might unlike, like it. Unlike, uh, you know, Alistair Crowley's great, too. You know, sure. fucked up. But this guy, dude, cosmopolitanism makes so much sense. Like, and that should, and it, the 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 theory and term in itself, uh, makes war make no sense at all. Make no sense at all. Exactly. Like like it doesn't. If you actually think about. Oh yeah. It that right, way. right now, as we speak, as this is going on, we have Israel, and so we have the Palestine. Jews and the the you know Palestinians. No, it's more than that. It's the it's it's not even the Jews. It's the the Jews and the Islamic, yeah, Muslim state. Muslim stuff. And then we yeah. have obviously Russia and Ukraine, which are fucking most Russians are Ukrainian and vice versa. It's the same fucking people. Yeah, your brothers fighting people brothers. from Canaan are all the same people too. Yeah, it's, your brothers fighting brothers. And then is. obviously as the every war is a civil war. It war, might be a every, cliche, but it really is. Well, that's it. That's you're always cliche. fighting around. Every war is a civil war. We're the same people. And I didn't realize cosmopolitan is the word for that. I didn't know that either. <clears throat> and it makes sense. But now it's like, you this do is viewers. so fucking stupid. It is. And as the, uh, well, stop soon, but it's just military guys in the upper military and the government fighting them and then sending 18 year olds to go kill themselves. Yeah, oh yeah, don't forget. It's not everyone fighting everybody, it's people with power making people without it. Yeah, each other. people without it who just want Playing life, chess. love, happiness. A comfort and like a want. good fucking drink and a friend to you know die to take a bullet yeah or worse yeah no it, it is it is wild the idea. so fucked it seems so simple and most people you could talk to would agree with you on that most of them not all of them but yet it's maybe it's that thing where you're, you're just busy you got kids you got shit to do it's like we all agree that war shouldn't happen but then when wars happen everyone takes sides and they just go yeah but this one should happen it's always like it's war is terrible until something happens and it goes, well, now we have to do it. It's like, well, we, you shouldn't ever have to. Well, most men that go to war or boys um, go there. Do you ever see the movie? Um, yes, dude. Uh, those two war, what movies that just came out? Um, just all came quiet, out? All is quiet on the Eastern Front. Western. Western yeah. Front. Yeah. Um, that was fantastic. They, they start off and they're getting ramped up like, oh, let's go out there and do this. And they get in the shit. Yeah. And they realize the true... The Horrors. true horror of this, and then all of a sudden they're out there and like, fuck anything I ever goddamn thought about politically, or whatever it is, 
I'm here. This to, is what it is. My yeah. first goal is to just hopefully not die. My second goal is to make sure my friend next to me doesn't die. Mm-hmm. That's it. So they fight for the brother next to them. They don't care about the. They don't care about ideas, whatever it is. They the don't wealth. care about what they think or who they are. Um, that's what it comes down to. So it's a it's a it's a manipulative shitty game. It is. To and that's all, fight and for the that guy scene when they convince it. all of them, they're all children. They're like seventeen years children, old. Children. An adult man comes in there and he gets them all riled up like a fucking frat party and goes, mm-hmm. "Let's go to war." Yeah. And you're taught that since you're a child that like that's a cool thing to do. It's not because it's for your own good. It's because it's for the good of the people who want to send you there. Yeah. And if you're already primed up at seventeen years old when you're the most influenced you're ever going to be in your life you no most testosterone cool. yeah uh, you're you're prime ready to go there's a reason like, why i'll die it's like dude you you are one tenth of the way through life you don't know anything but you want to be a hero but they are Who philosophical doesn't? though at that age me and you both are pretty philosophical sure yeah it's not, they're not, they're not looking for meaning that's the meaning that yeah, these people stupid, are finding but if you're not drafted different... is that you think you're going to find your everyone's looking for their white whale and some people's white whale, they think, is going over to another country and shooting on someone else in the head to save your grandma. Right, right, right. In your mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can raise the flag and become a legend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be the hero. You're not. But not everyone thinks that way. And it's interesting to think not everyone thought that way, not just now. This is, this guy existed among Socrates. This is like the earliest democracy in the world in Athens. This is like the... Of Western philosophy, because obviously Eastern philosophy is older, but of Western philosophy, this is like the baseline. He's like the first guys to ever be like, and yeah, it's, it is guys, sorry. They wouldn't write the ladies' things down. I'm sure there's plenty of smart ladies, too. They didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. just didn't, they didn't take it seriously. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're not taking sides. We're just taking who wrote this what, is what down. This is what got written down. And I should mention, Diogenes didn't write anything down ever. Never one thing. Anyone, Anything we know about him is pre- people witnessing him and learning about him through talking to him. He didn't that. write a fucking word down. I don't want to write things down. No. And he's like, oh, there's no reason for it. He's like, why, why should I be remembered because I can write stuff down? He's like, hey. If I carve my name in this rock, I should be more important than you. Yeah. We're the same. We're all the same person here. Yeah, he's just here in this same uh, ocean of emotion yeah, yeah. to uh, just feel it out and see what's up and live the life, you know, as opposed to like, I'm going to go here and I'm going to, we talked this earlier today, Joe, I'm going to be better than people. Yeah, I'm, more I'm, gonna, I'm gonna more. Yeah, more important. I'm gonna work harder. I'm gonna make a difference. Ah, fuck off. Just yeah. At yeah, the end of the day, it. you're you all gotta, fucking dirt. Unfortunately, you gotta make money, and that's a shitty fact of life. Uh, but besides that, it's you know you gotta you gotta do you know yeah you have to do what you have to do, but it's not about the yeah. motion of the ocean. It's about the like just you're you, yes you are lucky to be born. It's and, nice to live. And this guy, our dude. Is like, I'm just going to take it all in and live and breathe the dirt. Yeah. And man. I respect that hard. And he even, like he would agree with you on all that besides the fact that you, you said you have to make money and he would say, you don't even have to do that. Uh, which obviously is no, not No, no, yeah, because you don't, you don't. I mean. No, no, you don't have to make, you don't have to accrue wealth, but you do have to survive. And maybe at the end of this podcast, as we get closer to the end, We'll talk about some final thoughts. Final thoughts. We'll talk about some folks who did this. Yes, that would be great. In more modern culture that we all know of, Mm -hmm. um, and how it worked out for them. Because the idea is, it's it's romantic as fuck. The idea is romantic and abundant, Mm -hmm. and I think every good man has thought this. Yeah, and I think I'm just gonna make a homestead and uh, and live off the land. 
Absolutely. Except this guy was living off of the city land, right? Uh, yeah, he did live in uh, a city. He lived in um, uh, uh, Corinth in Greece. Okay. That's 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 where he died, rather. I, I think he, he spent... The, the, the time we're learning about him, he was living in Athens, because it was where all the philosophers were, where it was the shit, but he moved to Corinth when he was older. And he was either... 81 or 89 when he died. And I think that's important to say now because when you hear about his lifestyle, you'd be like, how the fuck did you survive as long as people would hope to today? I'm dying to know. (laughs) Can't wait. I'm just going to talk a little bit about his lifestyle and then we're just going to get into quotes from him and then we're just going to riff off that. That's going to be the show. Let's go. Let's do it. So he he was, like I said, he he literally gave away all his earthly belongings when he moved out of Turkey. And he decided to make a virtue out of poverty. He begged for a living. That was his job. So people would just give him money to oh, eat. Oh, cool. They'd like give him the food. Ladies at Target in the yeah. middle of the fucking road. That, that was his job. Sign. Yeah, yeah, and right. he slept on the streets with the dogs. And oftentimes he was found surrounded by dogs because the dogs of Athens would hang, hang out with him. Because he just he also slept in a ceramic a large ceramic jar that was like his cardboard box at the time. He had a big ceramic jar, so if Smart. it was raining, way he could better sleep in there. You know, be good to go. Dude, I fucking love that. Yeah, he was always covered in uh, a piss and just dirt yeah. all no, the time. No, I think that's awesome. The ceramic, this thing, no one's saying this though. Like, yeah, let's lay down real quick. Ceramic no, jar about let's just let's just make it comfortable. It's probably less than this, but let's just say six feet in diameter, sure. so you can stretch out and then you have the lid on top. Yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. Nothing's getting to you. It's insulated, so you're gonna stay Bugs, warm. A little cushion there. Throw some hay in there. Mm-hmm. A um, couple holes in the sides so you can breathe. Yeah. Um, I didn't think of the lid on. I think it was open. Yeah. You know, just like, letting it go. Oh, I think so. Well, it, you could have a lid, too. Just crack, I'm thinking, crack it like a Dutch oven. I might oven. have you right, but I'm thinking it's on the side. He's crawling in like a tent. Like a ceramic jar facing sideways. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe not, but I'm thinking it's more like that. Where it's like a cave. You can crawl in there and you can crawl out when you wake up, you know? Yeah, no, I hear like you. you have the airflow. I like the idea of a ceramic jar that's... Uh, meant uh, for abode. a human to sleep in. Yeah, yeah. That does sound nice. Yeah, and comfort was definitely not his priority whatsoever, obviously. Well, and those dudes, they, there's a different time, you know. Like, mm-hmm. most people slept on fucking... Yeah, he wasn't going from a Tempur-Pedic to a ceramic jar. He was going from a hay bed to a ceramic <clears throat> jar. Yeah. But again, hay bed, though, pretty nice at the time. Yeah, but my, my, first, th- my first thought, my final thought, my first thought on this dude is that, like, dude, if you want that life, God damn it, don't live in a city. Yeah. Dude, cities are the anti uh homesteader. Right. You know? But I if, think I sorry. Go, go yeah, ahead. but if you just want to homestead it out, you know, you can you can just dude, just from Athens, just walk northeast, northwest. Couple miles. For no, for a couple days. Couple days. Couple days. <laughs> That'll do it. Get to some fucking place and then start building. Start building off the trees or whatever is yeah. fill up your own spot, grab a couple chicks, you know, whatever. Whatever, whatever you want. Yeah. You know, a couple of chickens. Why not? And uh, and just start making it happen. Seed As eggs. opposed to just fighting society in mm-hmm. Athens in your clay pot. Right. Just saying. Just saying. That's what I would do. I'd never I hear like, that. I'm just going to, like, I love the city so much, but I hate the city, so I'm going to live in a clay pot. Yeah. I mean, that's stupid. For sure. I'd rather just live in the middle of the woods. Do your own thing. Yeah, do my thing because he just wants fast food. Sounds like that's his problem. He's like, <laughs> yeah. you know? He just wants he just wants fucking um, 
tzatziki sauce. Oh, that, that, they're, they're definitely getting that with that tzatziki. Shish kebab. Yeah, yeah. Fucking gyros. Gyros. Eat lambs. So I, I will pause to this, and I won't put it too heavy forward, because yeah. I, I don't want to... I want to let you make your own decisions, as I will make my own. But I think that you'll see part of his ethos is that he wants to be around people. He doesn't want to be alone in the woods. He wants to not live in society as it as it is for people, but he doesn't want to be like, I want to be alone and I don't want people to bother me. He wants people to bother him and he wants to bother people. Like, he wants to have discussions. He wants to annoy people. He wants to, like, make a point about the world and be a philosopher in that way. He's, like, he's not just saying, you. I want to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Yeah. No, he, but he wants to. He doesn't want to be alone. He wants to fucking annoy, interact, annoy everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he does. No, I but think. That's, that's well, you can make your own decision, of, but I no, think that's, that's more, that. more like that's me. why he he could just move into the woods. But he's like, I don't want no, to. That makes sense. Woods. That's kind of like me. I mean, I'm, I'm just giving. I was just making fun. To no, that's, do that's it, but that's kind of more like me. Like, yeah, I would love to live in the middle of the woods, but right. like, I seriously thrive in the interaction on my friends and yeah. in my social interactions. Like, I can't just let that go, or else. Or else, like, I will literally... Dude, alright, guys, on this podcast, I'm saying this right now. Yeah. If shit hits a fan for me, and I end up living in the middle of Maine, or Vermont, New Hampshire, fucking Pennsylvania, whatever, like, right. as a guy in the middle of the woods, in 10 years, I will be 41, and, um, and you'll... I will be unrecognizable if I did that, because I would have no social interaction. I would have a sex doll made of a broom... <laughs> And a, a fucking dish glove or something. What was it called on the ship? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, um, dude, fuck, what was that called? Um, uh, I forget uh, what uh, oh, Lady of the Sea, it was... Uh, Lady of the Sea or something No, like it wasn't. That. It was... Um, the Mistress of the Ocean. Something. This is like episode three. <laughs> Just um, look back and find it. Go back, it's funny. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things, but like, yeah. it would be unrecognizable if you don't have peers yeah, of you, some sort. Yeah, you have to just decide to you're not going to be a person of, anymore. Yeah, you can't, like, we're not talking like people who are peers that want you to like align with trends and No, we're just talking about fucking, actual conversation, like human interaction. It's, we're social animals. We need, well, yeah. we need social. Especially your own age. Like, dude, the other day, so I, I, um, I forgot, this is an interesting story. I forgot that it was Halloween. And after four days of him going out for Halloween. Yeah, literally after no four days. He didn't forget dude, it was Halloween season. He knew that. Four weeks. Four weeks. Me, every say, time yeah. I got a beer, I dressed up as Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster, quote unquote. Just the actual day fucking Halloween. Michael Goddamn Myers. Yeah, Michael or G. G. Myers. Link from Zelda or fucking whatever. Whatever you gotta do. Literally get my fucking boy right here. Billy Bones like, trust over me, here. Billy <laughs> Billy Bones. <laughs> I smell you, Billy. Girl. Um, yeah, so... Fuck, what was I saying? You need interaction. Yeah. You forgot it was Halloween. I forgot it was Halloween. And I'm not... My whole point is I'm not saying... Don't get me wrong, Joe. I, I know you're already thinking this. I'm not saying interaction with just fucking anyone. Sure. Because the new generation that was born in like 2005 to 15... Generation like, Whatever Alpha. the fuck they are. I don't know what they are. Yeah. Um... Dude, so I forgot it was Halloween, and someone's knocking at my goddamn door, and I was like, who the fuck is knocking at my door right now? I'm like, it's like 8 o'clock at night, it's dark. Yeah. I'm trying to go to the bar. What the hell's going on here? Have a drink, you know? 
And I was dressed up as Frankenstein's monster to the gills. To the gills. To From the, the bolts to the boots. Yeah, to the gills mm-hmm. of Frankenstein's monster. And I answered the door, and uh, it was a bunch of kids, and I was like, oh shit, it's fucking Halloween. And they're like, this is the response. So it was like, it was like three or four or five, like 12 to 14 year old boys. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yo, damn, dude, this guy's fucking fire. <laughs> yo, bro, bro, come over here. You guys see this guy? He didn't even try. He just he was like surprised by the door. Uh, yo, bro, are... you guys see this guy's fit. It's actually legit. Like, and I was like, oh my God. Like, he just said like 10,000 things that we never said. You yeah. see this guy's fit? Yo, he looks fire. It's for real. That's awesome. For dude. real, this guy looks fire, and it was it was like it was crazy. And I'm like, so you don't? I'm not looking for that. But it, but that's so cool, man. Because I I think that that's the coolest shit. Because imagine if that was a guy who was your age and you walked up the door and you were saying shit like that about him. You'd have been didn't like, say that, you'd have been like, yeah, but you would have been like, yeah, this guy looks sick. Yeah, you you would say all shit like that, but like that's what they're saying to you. Yeah. They're using different words, but they're complimenting you in the way that we were. And if we said that to a guy when we were in high school or whatever, middle yeah. school, they would have been the guy would have been like, God damn it, what's dope and sick and all that? I don't know what that was all about. But it's like, no, but I'm complimenting you. Yeah, that's a good point. We're just we're vernacular's different. And I and I, oh, I, no, I, I love hear that it. shit. I, it gets annoying to me too, but like the actual the conversation you had, they were just like, This guy's cool as fuck and this is an awesome experience right yeah. now. No, you're right. We were surprised totally, by this. Yeah, you're totally right. Totally right, but it wasn't the same, like, my social interaction doesn't go uh, like that. tank <laughs> yeah. of gas yeah. is is mostly filled with banter. Mm-hmm. Not I, little kids yelling shit at you. Yeah, like, oh, dude, this guy's fucking sick, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I want to meet someone in the woods that can light the fire inside. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Maybe call me gay. (laughs) You know? Maybe be like, like, oh, dude, this thing's awesome. Be like, wow, it sounds like you don't know shit about anything. And I go, (laughs) go, all right, cool. This isn't like, oh, hey, oh, wow, you're really good at that. Oh, this is fun. Oh, cool. Oh, oh, can you please pass me the vodka? Uh, I'd be like, hey, dude. The vodka Give me the Rubenoff, ain't gonna bitch. drink its goddamn self. <laughs> Pass that motherfucker Toss over here. Toss me that ruby bottle, you. Yeah, bitch exactly, ass. you bitch ass fuck. Like, hey, cool. And then we cry together. Yeah. And talk about our failed relationships. Yeah, that's what. Being... <laughs> that's what it's about. <laughs> that's what it's all okay? about. That's, that's our what philosophy. It's all about. Yeah. That's our philosophy. That's called banter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not not. So true. Oh please! Oh wow! This dinner is really good. Thank you Exquisite. so much. Yo, wow. I'll be on the way before oh, we get too intoxicated. You're Italian and this is supposed to be pasta? It sounds like you're Mexican making goddamn uh, St. Patrick's Day food. Yes. You piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. And I go, wow. Thanks a lot. I think you suck. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get a beer? Yeah, I'd love to buy you a beer. <laughs> I'd buy a beer sometime. Yeah. You piece of shit. Yeah, no, uh, I think that like... I'm sorry for offending you. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not looking for like the thank yous and the pleases and the the formalities. You're right. And the whatever. I, I didn't mean when I said it. it's like. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it's like, dude, back off. Fine. Holy shit, Jesus Christ! You can touch me, but you hit. Dude, I felt weird about that, and this is a joke. <laughs> you know, yeah. like no, no, I'm not looking for like people to be like, are you okay? How yeah. are you feeling right now? Where's Am your I alive? Center? Yeah, then I'm okay. Yeah, I'm in a really good place right now. Unless I look like I'm having a heart attack, I'm probably <laughs> okay. 
But I think it is interesting, though, because I agree with that. Just saying. Just But I think that a lot of people, or I should say, a lot of people in the world, but mostly younger people than us, usually, they don't always feel the same way about that kind of stuff. Like, they don't, um, they probably didn't grow up around, like, ribbing and getting shit on by your friends and, like, you know, all that shit. Where, like, for me, my family's never been bad to me, ever. Like, they're always so nice to me in the real world shit. But, like, on a day-to-day basis, like, if you come in, like, dressed like Prince, they don't go, like, ooh, nice outfit. They go, like, look at this fucking, ooh, look at you. (laughs) Like, they make fun of you because it's, like, look at this shit. Take a picture of you. Yeah, they make fun of yeah. you because that's like that's the way that we like show each other like we give a shit about each other, we care about it. Yes, like I, I say like don't get this. If dude. someone is it's a stranger so and they're dressed, just... they're dressed like a maniac, I'll be like, oh, nice outfit, and I'll say it to them, and they'll be like, oh, that's very kind of you. I'll be like, that means I don't like you or know you because I would never say it to someone I actually liked or knew. I would never compliment their weird outfit. Mm. I mean, yeah. if it was cool, of course I'll compliment them, but if it wasn't. I would make fun of them for it, and, yeah, God, and because we're I love weird them. dynamic, dude. Like, it's, yeah, it's like I only I tease people I like. I don't, people I don't like, I don't tease them because I don't want them to think that I'm a Same. jerk. Yeah, and I don't, like, and I don't want to even joke around with them. I'd be like, oh, that's cool, that nice. But if I like you, I'll immediately start making fun of you because I'm like, this is awesome. I like this person so much, and I and I hope they can take this argument and they can give it back to me yeah. too. Make fun of me too. Yeah, I want, I want it, I want it back. Like, give, I don't, give it back I don't to want, me. Uh, yeah, no, you get the complete right, dude. I don't know if this is just like a. So, so for those of you podcasters, this is your first episode, maybe your second, maybe this your 100th. This is always the first one. You know? Sorry, maybe your 80th, 75th? 88th. 88th. We're on the maybe super 88th, the crazy 88th. I don't know, but me and Joe, so Joe, are you 100% Irish? Uh, I'm, I'm 100% Irish back to my great-grandparents, but if you go further back than that, I'm not. Mexican? Yeah. Japanese. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, so yeah. after that, it's fine. Yeah. So after that, it's like European mishmash and you know. mishmash, fucking whatever. Yeah. Same me. So like overall, I'm 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 three quarters Irish. I know yeah. that I'm tan, but fuck off. So um, and it just means you got all the good stuff. You got the Irish and you got the melanin. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I got both. With. And both Irish and Italian people both have you know anger and tempers. And then they fuck with each other constantly. So yeah. they're kind of similar. Yeah. It's a very um, similar. And I'm mostly uh, both. So, yeah. um, they're just constantly making fun of each other and fucking around yeah. and maybe it's just a, it's just a cultural thing, but like Could I be. was raised in an Irish family and an Italian family. I do think that and the Northeast not... has to do with it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause no there's question. a lot of Irish people in the South that don't act anything like us. True. Good point. But I don't see, cause like every time I meet people who are like, Oh, Hey, thank you. Like, thank you, please. Oh, let's have, I'm like, Oh God, this is not funny. I'd be like, I want someone to be like. Just fuck with me, I yeah. Because because then 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 it turns on. Yeah. It's like a cat who sees a mouse tail. Yeah, you're like, all right, now we're engaged. I have that part of my brain where it engages me, and I'm like, all right, now I'm gonna try to fuck with this person. You know what I, I think? Get back too, at them, and it makes sense. It works. Yeah, well, I know? think too. Why we appreciate it too is not just the fact that like, we're used to being made fun of. It's that it it um no, it feels yeah. genuine. It feels it like feels if you're genuine. making fun of me, you're being honest with each other, we're being open, we're yeah. cool with each other. Yep. And if you are like only saying like polite, nice things and like complimenting me, it's, it's not that I hate compliments as much as I hate to, like we're, we're we fucking with each other, we're lying to each other. Like let's just be real. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. And even if people are being honest and they're being complimentary, I still don't feel comfortable with it because I feel like there's no way. You must There's no way. You yeah. have to make fun of me in some way because Couldn't then yeah. it's not that I love being degraded, which I do. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's that yeah, I, it feels that, like but... I'm reaching a point of uh, genuine connection with somebody. Like, we're being real with each other. Well, dude, there's nothing, so before we go to our, our first break, yeah. there's nothing worse than, like, getting locked in with someone that you're forced to be with. Yeah. Where it's just too, 
it's too polite and you know that you can't fuck with them then you try to you try to like you try to like worm in a little bit and they don't get it and you're like oh my god it's a long day of like oh thank you so much you just can't meet each other no no i really loved the dinner that dinner was that dinner was amazing and i haven't had affordable price brussels sprouts like that in a long time you know like yeah man those were good Holy shit. I gotta get the recipe. Yeah, do you have it? <laughs> yeah, do you have the recipe to this yeah. restaurant? I'm, I'm falling asleep. How do you do it? In this hypothetical. Yeah, I'm exactly. I'd, I'd rather, like, Who dude, because, like, so my, so this brings me a really good point. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, this is, all right, so this is a obviously Northeast thing plus Irish thing is that talking shit. <laughs> talking shite dude talking shit is fine it's great dude it's how people bond yeah and everyone goes oh well, i don't like to enter if you don't have anything good to say don't say anything at yeah, all i don't dude the, the hell in the workplace if you see gossip get out of immediately then what's the point of work what's the point <laughs> what's the point it's already miserable let's have fun. what is the goddamn point of going to the office Come on, if man. you can't talk shit a about, little bit about victoria who's married Who's doing coke with a contractor? Her secret, in other words. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm like Victoria's secret. Victoria's. This is a real story, and she doesn't listen to podcast, so she's no. But like, no last names. She no, no last names. But she like, I'd be like, I I was a gossip queen. <laughs> XL gossip queen. At my company, and then I had another couple or couple of like uh, insiders who were also them, and I'd be like, Yo, well, so what's up today? Like, sure. what's going what's on? The, what's the Dude, good word? when you work... So, fuck all the... I'm getting mad now. Let's hear it. Fuck all these influencer, corporate work people who are like, yeah, you go there, you do your job, you push it hard, you avoid the gossip, you whatever it is. Really? That, dude, that's their version of, I'm in a good place right now. It They're is. They're fucking miserable, too. They're just You're telling you what to fuck. do. Oh, so you go to a place all for eight hours people, a day? All those people, it's like, you are going to kill your wife fuck in two you. months. I don't need to hear no advice question. from you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No question. So you go to work every day, and you tell everyone socially to go fuck off because you don't want to do their drama. You're a human goddamn being who's been on this planet for forty to 200,000 years. This is what you got out of it? This is what you do, dude. You talk shit. You talk shit. Because, like, dude, I know people talk shit with me. I'm A lot of people do. I'm sure. That yeah, to me absolutely. Too, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, and my thing is with those is, like, if it got back to me in the circle, I I don't think I'd be offended. I would be upset but not offended. I'd be like, that's how that's the game. No, but it's the game, that's dude. That's the game. It's the game. I'm like, you got and that. And if it's like they're so right, like, you're like, like, you know what? I am that, like that. You got that on me? I am I'm like, like touche. There you go. I'm like, you got that on me? Because then I could talk to those people, and they're probably my friends. Yeah. And I go... I mean, yeah, nothing, dude, nothing good. better than when someone who knows you well hits you with a fucking laser beam right in the chest and they, they, just, they just nail you. They make fun of you, but it's like the exact way you're like, Nailed it. fuck, that's fuck, exactly, yeah, exactly good. Well, they're talking shot there with my friend. I'm like, no, dude, like, what is this, fucking Sparta? Like, yeah, like, you just like, gotta get like, in. Oh, you're, you're hitting me with fucking hardballs? I'm like, dude, this is 2020 it's, whatever this is. Yeah. If you hit Correct. me with a hardball, it's okay. What are you? You're ruining my Especially chances. Especially when they hit a bullseye. You're ruining my chances for what a promotion, getting laid with a fucking yeah, coworker. If, if that's like, gonna ruin is, your cause, you weren't problem. gonna do it anyway. You weren't yeah. gonna get promoted anyway, or get <clears throat> well, laid. Well, exactly. So it's like, so if people are talking shit, it's like, 
alright. Yeah, you know? and now, especially, like I said, if they hit you right in the bullseye, it is. It, it brings that up, what I was saying earlier, where it's like, it just means they know you and they care about you. Yeah, like, if they hit you with a really good insult, it means they know you so well, they know exactly what's going to fucking get you. And I can never remember any of them. You've done it to me a thousand times. They've been fucking hilarious. Like, some of the hardest times I ever laugh is when someone gets me with, like, hey, how about this for you? And I'm like, oh, shit, that's fucking great. One of the ones that sticks out in my mind is uh, one of the guys I work with, uh, Adam. It was, you know, this was a while ago, but... I, it's I, a we, fake name. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's a fake name. Yeah. And um, we have a bunch of cookies we were getting rid of, because they always make 100 million desserts and no one eats them, because everyone's, you know, you know, health conscious or whatever. And uh, there, he was like, do you want any cookies? And I was like, no, I don't want any of the cookies. And I, I was like, I'm watching my figure. Like, I did like a little joke, like, I Funny. care about that. Yeah. And I go, I'm watching my figure. He goes, he goes what figure? Stick? And I was like, <laughs> laughed so hard. Appreciate it, dude. Yeah. Laughed so hard. Because I am very thin, and I'm self-conscious about that, and I'm not proud of how thin I am and how scrawny I am, but that guy knows me, and he did the wordplay and nailed right in my chest. I laughed so fucking nailed hard. I still, I still remember to this day. I'm like, nice. that was hilarious. What figure? Yeah. Stick? You're a stick figure. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. Funny. Love it. Yeah. But I think that's also, so obviously Northeast, but it's also, I, I really... I'm trying to figure this out because I've overseen a lot of marriages. Sure. Been a consultant for a bunch of them, which I am the last guy you should ask advice <laughs> to, for sure. No question. But Some of the best therapists are miserable. Oh, dude, to be a therapist means you have to be a fucking insane person, mm -hmm. for sure. Like, I ain't fucking doing that. But you could be good at giving advice and not just following yourself. That's, that's not... Oh, no, I'm not good at listening or giving advice, so it's... <laughs> like I can give advice but I tell you please God grain of salt to this mm -hmm. every time I think it's an Irish thing dude my grandpa talks shit he's mm -hmm. Irish as fuck the dude was a motherfucking Irish motherfucker I've ever seen my goddamn life yeah it's that and classic that's like that air out shit. all your grievances and like let, leave it all out on the dance floor that way you can be mad you can laugh cry punch each other but at the end of the day it's all in the air we're not having yeah. a seething you know like anger and resentments like obviously being Irish, you have to push it all down. But you don't push down the feelings about other people. You push down the feelings about yourself. That's yeah. the ones you hide. Well, exactly. Think about some of our best friends. I'm not going to say names, but it starts with an A. We um, <laughs> shit on him to his face the yeah. day he walked into school. And he gave it right the fuck back. That's why we love him. Gave it goddamn back. And now this guy, I wouldn't trade for, oh, yeah. I wouldn't trade for a bottle of scotch. Absolutely. Not even a one, not one even of the that. Best guys are not even that. Not even one bottle of scotch would I trade this <laughs> not guy even, for. Okay? Uh, not even sixty dollars. <laughs> sorry, forty five dollar bottle of Talisker store. Whatever trade. I would not trade. Whatever trade this guy for. No. Never in my life. No. Yeah, I, he's he's part of me. It's like I get a tattoo of his face on my arm. I already and I have probably one. should. <laughs> you already got one. Right, you got yeah. one now. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take our first commercial first break. First commercial here. break. We'll see you guys. We'll see you guys Hopefully on the, that recorded. On the next side. Yeah, it did. We hope that didn't get fucked up. No, katsu, katsu means fucked. I'm like, oh, katsu. 
Ooh, Anthony Cazzo Arriba. Well, that's Arriba Cazzo. Also, guys, all right, sorry. We're, all right, bring us back. <laughs> we're caught up. We're caught up in... Caught up in translation. We're lost in translation. Trying Bill to figure Murray. out what uh, things Johansson. mean. But I also wanted to let you guys know that uh, Knit by Grandma is the superior clothing attire of 2024. You heard it here first, folks. I had a couple months in advance, but just to let you know that like everything I'm wearing is homemade. From his teeth to his toes. Teeth to my toes, and it's, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great, Joe. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm in a good place right now. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's in a real good place right now. I'm in a good place. I'm yeah. centered. I'm thriving. Mm-hmm. I'm surviving. Yeah. No, it's a good place, dude. That's I'm a, living my truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I You're, truly am. You found out what makes you, uh... Really be connected to the universe. So I get that. So bring us back to... Connection with the universe. Yeah. But not even that. Just bring it back to our dude. Well, I was trying to tie it into him. Oh, yeah. You should tie it in. Yeah. Well, he wanted a connection with the universe. <laughs> so he took it to the streets. He took it to the Mars. Yes. So when we last left our uh, protagonist of our story here, we were describing basically his ideals, his ideas about life, this, that, and the other thing. So now I want to give you guys some quotes from him, and we'll just talk about them, and then... I don't think I'm going to tell much more than that. Much of the quotes, I'll tell you the context for them, but besides that, like, it's just who the guy is. He will tell you who he is, because again, never wrote a thing down. Everything about him, even these quotes, are written by other people, and they're like, can you believe this fucking guy? You need a light? Oh shit, he needs a light. Right. He's fucking looking ripped, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, so again, picture him on the streets, no clothes. He lived with dogs in a ceramic pot. That's who the guy is. And at yeah. the same time, Sick. people are coming from all over to talk to this guy. Of course, it starts out people on the street talking to him. Then he starts talking more and more. Then philosophers, politicians are coming to him. Eventually, it gets to the point where people are coming from other countries when they visit Athens to go talk to him. Oh, you want to see the you know all the great things of Athens? Do you want to see the Acropolis? Do you want to see the you know the the seat of democracy in the world? Mm -hmm. I want to talk to this fucking crazy homeless guy who I think is one of the smartest guys in the world and see what he thinks about shit. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, obviously they don't write down the shit that he missed on, but he never disappoints. He is, I believe this about him. He's got his idea and he sticks to it. He's not wavering. No one waves a turkey leg under his face and says, "Don't you want to live in a mansion for a year?" He goes. What the fuck do I need that for? Mm -hmm. So, I'll start out by one of the most famous ones and one of my favorite ones. Uh, Diogenes, it's on a late a late night in Athens, and usually he's minding his own business or staring at the sky. And, and you gotta imagine this guy's just thinking about shit all day long. He's got nothing else going on. Dude, what a burden, honestly. Yeah. No, like, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, as a thinker, mm. it's a it's a burden. Yeah, he's, he needs to think. He needs to always be questioning stuff. Yeah, it is too, a lot. I do too, but that's why... Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss, and thinking too much is... We'll get in the quotes. I'm sorry for interrupting. But, Not at all. Please. But I just, I just... I'm also a thinker, and I have very philosophical thoughts on the world or whatever it is. Sure. And I just... I think that... it's People who say that, oh, you're not meant to know it all... Fuck them. No, no, no. You should Fuck question everything. Question. Learn about anything you want to. Yep, question everything. But when you when you over-question the meaning of life, you end up in circles and you go kind of crazy. 
True. The question, the, the meaning of life is completely unknown. There is no meaning. There's no meaning to anything besides just you're here. You're here now. You're lucky to be here now. Have a fucking, try to have as much of a good time as you can. That's sophisticated because you have to make money. You have to do whatever. This guy didn't, but it's I still... I think you're going to get along with this guy pretty well. Yeah, I know, but I, I, the problem is that like I've been fighting this for a long time. Yeah. This thought has been in my head for a very long time, and it causes a lot of problems for me. Sure, because you are at, at odds with that. Every you, time... You're not someone, willing to live in a ceramic pot. No, and every time anyone ever... Like, I'm in work or thing or whatever, and everyone's too into something, I go... Why? Right. Why are you too into this? I'm like, it doesn't... So you can... Yeah, I get it. It just... Yeah, I get it. It, it fucks you up. I don't think this philosophy is for everybody, but I have uh, a respect for it. And we'll see if we both agree mm, on that see. as we go through. So this is uh, one of his most famous tales. He was... Uh, he'd often would do these things where he would get off his ass and start walking around and do something. And as soon as Diogenes starts doing something, everyone's looking. They're yeah, like, they're, right. They're, they're, not everyone's clocking him, but everyone's paying attention. Like, what's he doing? Here? So one of the nights in Athens, he's walking around with a lantern that he got from somewhere, and it's lit. He's walking around, holding a lantern, not looking at anybody, just looking in alleys, looking all around. And a crowd starts to form around him, being like, "Well, normally, if he wanted something, he would just like say it." So like, he's obviously like doing some kind of demonstration or something like that. Like, and someone eventually asks him, like, "What? What are you trying to find? What are you looking for?" And he goes, "I'm looking for an honest man." gonna take me all night <laughs> i added the end thing though but that he was just doing that to be like i'm gonna make a demonstration of like how hard it is to find an honest man and of course the man holding the lantern couldn't find himself either he's also saying i'm not honest i i, I can't find one anywhere yeah so it's, it's almost like a fucking public demonstration of just like that's his philosophy again in the woods he couldn't do that but he wants to be like open the inner court of course there's gonna be people saying the intercourse the uh, dialogue, rather. <laughs> People at the time are always saying, like, oh, fuck this guy, or, like, oh, he's so right. But it's opening a discussion where he's saying, like, oh, this is what I'm doing tonight. I'm looking for an honest man. And he just kept doing it all night. And then he went to bed. And I mean, by the bed, I mean the ceramic pot. That was Ceramic pot, night. but, like, I, 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 I love that. Like, if you, <clears throat> if I were to look for an honest man, I'd look for, like, a, a traditional man. You know, like a, a guy you look at there, like they're they're men, they're like blue collar workers, they're whatever. Sure. You know, whatever it is you talk to those guys, the more you unravel that onion, yeah, or unravel that onion works. Looks at layers. Honestly, do you remember the? Um, did your grandma? Did you call it grandma or nana? I had a nana and a nan. Or nana nan. Did they ever give you those chocolate oranges that you smash with your fist? No. No. Never oh my god. That, All right. No. So <clears throat> my Italian grandmother loved to give us these chocolate oranges that you smash the fists and they open up and they break into like eight chocolate slices. That sounds pretty cool. They fucking sucked. They're terrible. They just, they're probably sitting out for years and you smash them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was like it was it was just something she always had, and we're like yeah. whatever, and like we'd eat them, and they, they're never that good, but they were alright. Um, I'm sure this ties into what you're. I feel about. like those men that you see that are like those super solid, um, like oh, I'm a man, I'm a whatever it is. They're chocolate orange. Like we're all men here, dude. This is a men's podcast. There's not a single woman in this household right now. And I don't take no orders from no woman anyway. No, you don't. So <clears throat> we got Chuki, we got Bat. You guys have seen him. 
Mm-hmm. White cat, the they're black run, cat. They're running around, they're running around here. Goblins. Um, men have emotions, and it's it's something. So the ones who are like super, super, like you know, like I'm hunting quail and I'm whatever, and come back. Those dudes are just not honest. Yeah. Like it's it's a tough place to be. It's, it's a mask to, to wear. It's it. a mask. Yeah. So to find an honest man is is tough because if mm. men overshare everything, it makes them less attractive. It's it's just a hard place to be. Mm. You know. So like, I, and I do you gotta find you. a balance. You know, just like is, the orange. Just like the orange. Just like the fucking smash chocolate orange. You smash the thing open. It kind of sucks. So when you kind of open it up. It's not that good. Not that good, actually, yeah. when you open it up. I think that, I mean, okay, I'm reading into this, but I do believe that it's his point, that there you cannot find an honest man. No. There's no such thing. Not a chance. And no I think that's also impressive that that long ago that he had this kind of idea to be like, this is what I'm going to do tonight, and like get the bit out. I'm going to walk yeah. around. I'm not going to say anything until anyone asks me. And then he's going to go, this is going to be, this is going to kill when I go. I'm looking for an honest man. Yeah. And even, even, even the honest man that you find... My my immediate thought goes towards the the dudes on the deathbed who worked at Area Fifty One. There's no more reason to lie now. Yeah, they they bring that up. It means that they're so now they're 85 years old, which is like pretty much our our uh, full RPM yeah. uh, max life for men is 85. Like yeah. that's kind of where you're. Dropping off hard. If you get there, you've done it. Yeah, you get there, you're done. Those dudes, a lot of them weren't honest until that point where they go, like, you know, whatever. So it's it's kind of hard. But over your shoulder, you get a little more truth serum in you. Yeah, so the whole point is that, like, my thought on honest men is whatever it is, is that, like, if you're with a man that you fucking love or a woman, just goddamn have a good time. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's a different person. Everyone's different thoughts. Everyone's... You know, like men specific, like we are, we have this exact same brain mm. that we had 40,000 years ago. Right. If you think about Egypt, the pyramids, supposedly they're built 2000 BC. I think it's 3000, but yeah. Okay, 3000. Sorry, Joe. Um, you know, that's a crazy lot of time, but like then, 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 then subtract another like, you know, 30,000 years. That's a lot of time. A lot of meantime. It's a lot of fucking time. We're the same brains, sure dude. It, which means that we're the same brain when people were, you know, nomads trying to figure out what's up. Whatever. Is. Brain is men and brain. women are. Women are from Mars. And men. Men are from Venus. To get more stupid. Sorry, women are from it's Venus. Men are from Mars. Yeah. And we're different people, so you can't possibly expect everyone to be like. 100% honest because if we're 100% honest all of a sudden no one fucking likes you it's bad you can't always be too you can't honest. if you're too honest no one goddamn likes you because like what goes on in your head your thoughts are not you no matter what your therapist says yeah. your thoughts are fucking fucked that's why you don't say everything that comes to your mind all the you time can't. you can't you, you gotta reflect that. you gotta yeah. think you gotta go alright what I gotta do mm-hmm. that's how it is women are from Venus men are from Mars exactly. and there's a book about this Sure Just is. like my cat. There he is. The bat himself. The bat himself. All right, so I, I really like our riffing on that one. There's a lot more where that came from, so you can let me switch by him or we can keep talking about him. Uh, for no, sure. no, I'm done. Here's another one. Um, Diogenes once begged alms of a statue, meaning he was begging for money from a statue. And 
When asked why he did so, he said, to practice being refused. <laughs> like, he was yeah. at a statue begging for money knowing, like, I'm going to get used to the practice idea. Practice rejection. Rejection, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is me practicing rejection. Smart man, dude. The statue yeah. will never let me have what I want, but I want to get used to the feeling of being rejected, which I can only imagine he got rejected quite a bit being on the street. Most men money. do. Yes. Men get rejected. That's true. That's how that goes. Absolutely. And that's how it is. That's okay. And and my advice to our listeners is if you're a man, you're shoot your goddamn shot shoot always. Shot. Life's short. Shoot. Life's short. Give it a fucking shot. Yeah. And, and missing doesn't hurt nearly as bad as not shooting. Yep. And the thing is... You're you miss gonna, 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Amen, dude. Um, but you're going to get rejected. Get good at it. Be funny. Be like... Hey, uh, I want to go on, uh, you know, hey, so what are you doing later? I have a boyfriend. You say this. You go, oh, oh my God, I didn't realize. How much longer do you have a boyfriend for? That's good stuff. You have to find something funny to say, and that's never going to make that work, but at least it's funny. Yes, and you enjoy <laughs> it, and that's your practicing at the statue at that point. And I got to say, uh, out of everyone I know, Dylan is the best at that, of just shooting a shot and not being... doesn't always be romantic. Just, like, going for it and not being afraid of being embarrassed and just being like, oh, it's the worst that can happen. It's fine. Get embarrassed? Never see them again ever? Or yeah. you see them ten times again later and let's go... Yeah, either way. You just go... Meh. You got to let that go. You can't let that see either in you. Yeah, I gave it a shot. But, but yeah, that's that's kind of it. You know, like, hey. Absolutely. Cool. Next quote, even if I am but a pretender to wisdom, that in itself is a philosophy. So he says, even if you're just pretending to be smart about stuff, you are at least considering what it is to be something. So you running through life never considering anything is less philosophical, even if you're being genuine, than trying in some way to think about things. So even if you're acting like, I'm considering things. Mm -hmm. You might not be, but it's kind of like a fake it till you make kind of thing where like yeah. the very fact that you're setting your mind to it, you might not feel your philosopher. It's I guess it's like kind of like being a comedian where like when are you a comedian? Because you tell jokes now. When is the part where you become, where you get paid, then you become a comedian? It's like there's a weird like like line. It's very blurry, especially with philo philosophy, I should say. What you, were you a philosopher? Why? Because you went to college for it or... Yeah, right. Like that's do you have a, to be do you have to have a PhD in it or yeah, right. just someone questioning Super yourself? Contract, or, yeah. What when do you become a philosopher? If you know, even if you just pretend to be wise, isn't that kind of part of your quest to try to become wise at some point? Sure, amen. Dude, it reminds me of this time last week <clears throat> where um I was talking to two 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 one feller in one one fella, one one lady. And they're married, and they had a daughter who's like eighteen or nineteen or whatever, and she's in college, and she's like, "I want to be a." They're like, "Oh, wait, we don't know what she wants." I was in the Air Force for twenty years, and I'm an engineer, and I'm a lawyer or whatever, and she wants to be in construction management, and she's entering college in that. Mm. And I'm like, "No, no, 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 slow down." I was like, "Why did she pick construction management?" Yeah. Because she's scared. She's scared of the future. She said she must have heard somewhere, whether it be TikTok 
or fucking whatever, um, or her friends or her her advisors, yeah. that this is a a route she could take with her skills, where she can make some money for a decent life, and uh, and that. live okay. She will probably change that tricky, um, f- for sure. And no scratching. And um, <laughs> and uh, so it's the same thing, you know, like mm-hmm. if. I am the last person on earth to ever, ever in a million years. If I have my own company, if I have my own place, man, whatever it is, you know, for someone who goes, hey, they spend eight hours a goddamn day doing something. Yeah. So it's different than the typical nine to five where you get hired for like a specific role. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I'm going to put eight hours a day into something that I feel lights my fucking cock on fire yeah. i support that times a thousand because that's what Same makes here. the world turn yeah so if this fucking girl thinks that she's going to spend all of her time studying social management and wants to be in that i go a fucking goddamn to the h men power to you jesus goddamn christ jesus christ. you goddamn got this go if you have a fire inside of you stoke the flames bellow that flame and roll with that because because your other option is you get locked into something where you don't have that fire and you, and you have to bellow that flame and it becomes comes straight out of your dick just a pilot light just wispy it's just a shitty fucking bullshit There's you no get angry so if you find some fire that can possibly light your uh, way try that first yeah, because because your other option is like, oh, well, you'll be 40 years old and you won't know. Well, you could be 40 years old and not having that dick fire. Yeah. You know? And that sucks. So, that's my thought. That's a great fucking point, man. Mm-hmm. Cheers away. I'm going to put these ones together. Um, these ones go one, two, which is when asked about how he cares about his death because people are assuming he's going to die on the street and the dogs are probably going to eat him. He said, if I lack awareness, then why should I care what happens to me when I'm dead? And another question he was asked, he responded, I do not know whether there are gods, but there ought to be. (laughs) Yeah. There should be if there aren't. I'm not sure if there are or not. Which, to us, is like a kind of menial, like, oh, you know, it's a good point. But at the time, I mean... One of the reasons why Socrates was put to death is because they thought that he was trying to take the place of priesthood. So right. at the time, they could have killed him for that, but he was not uh, on their on their register. He was like right in the. He was so unimportant that they didn't even consider him a threat. But so many people went to talk to him. You go first on your thoughts on that. My thoughts on that one. Um, I don't. Know, I, I just to me, I just feel like he's way ahead of his time. There, I think that um, religion is so deeply ingrained with how humans behave, and because of the fact that we are the only animals that understand that we're going to die one day, we are cursed with that and blessed with it. So it's the kind of thing where it's like because we know that life is finite, and we know the general amount of time we're going to be able to live if we're lucky, then we're able to choose how we spend our time accordingly. But the weight of knowing that is so heavy that we are tortured inside. Like, 
cats and dogs never know that they're going to die one day, so they just live life every day, as it were. They don't realize, when they see other animals die, they, they're like, they're sad, they, you know, they don't want them to go, but they don't realize, that'll be me, next. They, yeah. they don't understand that. And uh, so I think that that is quite a curse. I think that it, it's like with any great risk in life, you have to put up the most skin in the game to make it be worth it. And I think that I'm glad I'm human, so I understand that aspect of life, because I feel like that makes me understand and appreciate it fully. But a lot of times I do wish I was just a dog who didn't know I was going to die. I'm just living, and it's like one day you die, and it's fine. You just die. You're going to die whether or not you know you're going to die. So to tag on to that, if someone asked you, like, I have this device. If you stick your finger in it, Futurama, it'll tell you the exact time you'll die and the day. I would not do that. No. Because I don't want to know that. Nope. But to some degree, we've already done it by being human. Yeah. We don't know the exact day. And, you know, hour, but we do know relatively we're not going to live for 400 years. We yeah. won't, we won't live for 10,000 years. We do know we've already stuck our finger in that device and said, you will die this day. We yeah. just don't know the exact day. Yeah. But on the same page, if someone told me the exact one, I wouldn't do it. But haven't I already done that? I've already stuck my finger in that. I already know I'm going to die, but I'm living as if I didn't stick my finger in it. I don't know the exact time I'm going to die because in some part of my mind, I'm going to die. It's very, like, ephemeral. It's going to happen at some point, but to know the exact time is such a blessing and a curse. And I think my blessing and curse has already happened. The fact that I know it's going to happen at all, I'm trying to work with that. So yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I think that at the time, not a lot of people were thinking like that. And even now it's something like that because religion was brought up a lot of ways to be a response to that. And people who act like that now are still... I don't know. They might be crazy, but they're still above me as far as like understanding how life is. And this is like before there was most technology we know of now. The guy was like, yeah, you know, you die or you don't. Like, it is what it is. And I think that's fucking way ahead of its time because so many people, even today, with our modern science, still can't grasp that. They still hold on to their religion. And it seems like this guy was like, yeah, you know, what's the difference? Yeah, that's why he... That's why he decided to live just in a fucking clay pot. Because he said, hey, this is happening no matter what. The only guarantee, the only guarantee in life is death. Yeah. The only guarantee. There's no one it doesn't happen to. Life is the only thing that has a 100% fatality rate. Yes. Yeah, that's great. That's a great quote. Yeah, we get oh, it is. Like, it's the only thing. So it's like, it's fucked up and it's terrifying. So like... It's inevitable. He's like, I'm not going to, like, yes. So, like, life is, it's so goddamn weird. Like, you have uh, a thing that you're in. You're in this body. You're a spirit, your soul, your whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But it's going to end one day. And then, maybe, maybe, no one even knows what's after that. But it's a guarantee. So, yeah, you're, you're, that's, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, no matter what is after, that yeah. part is definitely good. Is that, like, some people, however, some people do know when their time is. They're like, hey, they're given a sentence because they have cancer or they have whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, you got a year, you got six months or whatever it is. They put the finger in the clock. Yeah, some people have their finger in the clock, some people don't, and that's the only difference. Yeah. Everyone's got their own thing. It's fucking fucked, and it's scary. But it it's real. Scary. So this but guy, so this, this guy decided that, like, hey, I could... So I think about this all the time, Joe, mm -hmm. is that, all right, look, I don't have 
a whole lot in savings. I don't have a whole lot in fucking anything. I'm taking risks because I'm just trying to, to like, I love to work. Absolutely love to work. All I do constantly is work on nine million fucking things. Yeah. But when it comes to traditional, like you got to go to a cubicle and you got to do this thing, I go, like, this is a bunch of fucking bullshit. Like, what the fuck is this? Mind-numbing shit. Yeah, mind-numbing fucking bullshit, whatever it is. Yeah. I go, this can't be this. This can't be it. You know, like my entire life. But if you are an optimist, you go, well, this provides me... You know, the time to spend with my kids, my family, whatever it is. I'm trading this pain off for pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Which has been the history. I'm not trying to yawn. Sorry, I'm not even tired. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to um, trade this off on anything. But, like, um, <clears throat> this is the price of being human. Is that, like, you get up in the time. Yeah. We are lucky in 2020, whatever this is, 23. <clears throat> Still put in eight hours a day, whereas the slaves in Egypt put in, you know, they got four hours of sleep and had to go back and fucking build the pyramids or whatever. Yeah. And it's fucked. So it's like, you know, what goes back and forth, it's fucking crazy. Um, but if you can, you know, what would you do if you didn't have to work? But what is work? That's what this guy is trying to figure out. He's like, what is work? It's just, it's just further advancing the human race into things that are so goddamn insanely fucking complicated mm. like stocks like the S&P 500 mm. like the you know so you have a stock market you have this you have savings you have what women want banks all those hyper complicated what women things want it's impossible to all these things so you're like Okay, cool. So I can spend my time trying to advance myself into getting a mate or to taking the money that I make based off of one of five skills that I have that I've exploited, mm-hmm. which could be math, which could be engineering, which could be <clears throat> gymnastics, gymnastics, which could be surfing, which could be snowboarding, which could be, you know, I get my CDL and I'm driving a fucking 18-wheeler. I have skills. Mm-hmm. You do that, then you have your whole life, and you get that. Bo staff. Yeah, exactly. Bo staff. All these things in the modern day world, which this guy wasn't even in the modern day, but no, I mean, he was in the ancient world. Ancient world, but the ancient world was still the same thing. But this at Athens at the time was one of the most modern cities. Oh yeah, Roman Athens. You had blacksmiths. You had things where people like did. They deeds. made ceramic pots large enough to fit a man in. Right, you did deeds. You did work to to advance. Like I said, people are, are like, can afford to be philosophers, which insane in the past. Most well, of the history, you can't afford just to think about stuff. Like you need to be working and getting hunting, growing food. That's it. Yeah. Well, but exactly. They, they but have I was time just, to be like, ah, oh, what is this all about, really? Yeah, but I was just—it's so fucking weird. Like I was just listening to a, a podcast of someone who was like, "Yeah, I just want to, you know, like." Okay, cool. Option one, sleep all day, do fucking nothing, jerk off, uh, fucking watch funny shit. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's fine. Option two is like, I want to be productive in society. That's an option. Yeah. But is that, does that make you a better man? I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't even know. So I mean, the, the, the whole point of this podcast, the whole point of this episode is that me and Joe are, if you think about this more and more, we're both closer to being living in a goddamn ceramic pot than you thought. Than you thought. <laughs> yeah, I say, yeah, I'm on board. Is that like, do you want to contribute to society? Like, yeah. I'm an active member in society. I am in all these clubs. I'm in whatever. Yeah. This is why the Christopher Columbus Club exists. This is why the... The Knights, Knights of Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. This is why the VFW the Rotary Club. Rotary right. Club. They're all trying to contribute to they something. Do their part. It's like, do does that actually matter? I don't know. I mean, I I, I, don't know. I almost brought up earlier on a large enough. Why not scale, just be on a large enough a good scale? Time. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, if you zoom out enough, it, it can't matter. It, it can't. Nah, it can't. No way. And, and like, I, I appreciate like, there's something to be said about like you spending your time on Earth. It, it, you know, life is a gift, and you want to leave some kind of legacy behind that you weren't a complete piece of shit your whole life. But ultimately, within three generations, no one will even know who you are ever again. Not a chance. You'll just be a yeah, dust. No. Nope. And then within that, that's how that's three generations is like two hundred years. Hopefully, if you're lucky. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you go, you know, four hundred, five hundred, a thousand years, a thousand years. Most of anyone who's ever lived, no one even gives a fuck who they were or why they lived or whatever. Yeah, not a chance. Yeah. So if your whole basis of life is like what other people think of you and like what you've done to make yourself, like I'm accomplished and I did whatever. Like, like who's that fucking asshole? Um, that you know, former Navy SEAL uh, dude who like runs a lot. I don't know. You do know. David Goggins? Yes. Okay, I did um, know. <laughs> yeah, David Goggins is like, dude, so... He wants to be... So... But that, that all seems like shit that he wants to happen now. Because he wants to be respected and appreciated now and have, oh, have oh. satisfaction right now. So, dude, so like... so. But that's not going to last. It's, it's not going to last. So, like, my thing is, like, I follow this girl on TikTok and Instagram who is beautiful. She's Greatish! Cool. Yeah, kidding, I have no she's super cool. She's a Japanese girl, whatever it is, and every fucking day, this girl's entire day is just doing yoga, drinking smoothies from scratch. Yeah, I mean, and I whatever it's like, this is what I do to self soothe. It's like she's in a very good place. It's like that's what you need. Yeah, exactly. I'm in a good place right now. That's what you need to live. You need to do all these things. I abstain from alcohol. I do all these things. Yeah. Honestly, all right. So here's the thing: if you abstain from alcohol, yeah, we know. We all more, know people. More power to you. Dude, you know, and I know people who have, life. who have died of cirrhosis and whatever. Like, yeah, we, we well, both, that's, we that's both that's do. Like that Bill like, I, can't, I respect everyone who's sober because you're just taking life to the face, <laughs> like every day, just soberly, yeah. like just blasting your face. I think I respect the shit out of it because you are like just being like, yo, life just, just hit me what right in the head. goddamn face. Like this, this is like wearing a helmet. You're like, all right, you know, I'll take life in the face all day, but like I can't take hits, you know, all the whole game. Maybe the first half I can take his, but let's get a helmet on. But people who are just straight up just like, I'm just eating fucking kale and I'm just taking life right to the fucking face. But at the same time, they aren't taking life to the face, are they? They're they, not. They find other coping mechanisms. They do. Yeah, exactly. So like... And that's part... Even them saying, yeah, like child, I'm taking life to the face like child is porn. part of that. <laughs> yeah. Jerry from Subway lost a lot of weight, but he yeah, gained he did. a and lot He was sober, but he was... Yeah, so my thing, my thing is that, Joe, is that like, dude, look, honestly, dude, your best friend in the whole world, dude. I love you. You're I live on friend. one friend street because... <laughs> no, you don't. Because I have one friend. <laughs> 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 no, 
I got two friends, you and Dom. Yeah, you live on. You and Dom, shout out to John, Dom up in the Dylan Joe Basin and Dom he Podcast. He couldn't make it, he has to work. He like, couldn't make it you know, because he had to... He wanted to be here. Fucking whatever. Maybe we'll have him record a little commercial so he can be in the episode. We'll yeah, yeah, we should. In there yeah, we'd love him here. But anyway, your mug, your larger point was... Okay, my, my point is, is that like... Alright, for stars, let's talk about alcohol for two seconds. Sure. Is that... Uh, dude, alcohol is the most uh, fucking old thing ever. The oldest recorded drug, for uh, sure. Yeah, dude. Everyone, all, all, every single goddamn one of our ancestors were drinking. Mm. Okay? Even animals drink. Yes, elephants. They eat find fucking fucked f- up fermented shit. They're like, this yeah. is great. Yeah, exactly. They go, this is fun. So, yeah, abuse is an abuse, weird term, fucked up term, stupid term. But, like, yeah, yeah, you can drink too much. That's fine. But, like, yeah, it all happens. That's shitty. But, like, but my thing is, like, dude, this is life, man. We got we got a couple. We got apples in the orchard. One of them is, like, having a couple beers with your friends. There's nothing better than, hey, uh, my friend Joe's coming over to my Mm -hmm. house for the first time in a while. And we're gonna we're gonna make some food, and we're gonna have some drinks, and gonna be a really good time. Man. I'm really looking forward to that. It's gonna be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, what's wrong with that? I don't see one goddamn thing wrong with it. Same. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's cool. You know? Um, so there's like all. For the, sure. So my big thing Once is like, Diogenes was asked there's all this drink, stigma about. And he said, "Whatever drink someone else buys for me." Who said that? Diogenes. Dodgenius, yeah, exactly. Let's a drink and say whatever, whatever someone else buys for me. Do you know, just like you, dude, I'll, there's nothing I won't drink. Well, you can take that two ways, though, can't you? Can't you take that as he's being a cheapskate beggar? He says, that, whatever drink I'm not nah, going to pay I wouldn't for. say that, dude. Or you could say, whatever drink someone buys for you. Like, what's <clears> better <throat> than having your buddy be like, hey, this is for you, buddy. Cheers, dude. Yeah. So, dude, I mean, imagine. Right now, you, you, dude, you imagine. gave me this. This is dude, not mine. Imagine next week we go, this isn't happening, but. Because I, I can't because I have a wedding. But, like, imagine we go, like, hey, dude, dude, next week we're going to meet in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, me, you, Dom, Chuki, Bat, Bat, fucking Carolina, mm-hmm. um, everyone. Everyone else. And we're all going to have Manhattans. You go, it's going to be nice. It's be nice that time. first sip, and you go, this is really cool. Um, your other option is What? Don't go. Not doing that and having a fucking yoga, yoga. Yeah, like that's cool. And you but can like, watch YouTube videos about essential oils. Yeah, exactly. So like, dude, like it's life. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know, I'm that's not. True. I'm not a hundred percent burning the candle from both ends, but I'm not not about that. So, you know, well, come yeah. in skidding. You get one. Yeah, come in skidding. You get one candle. You gotta light it. Yeah. All right, why don't we do one more quote, and then we take a, our last break. Definitely. We need a little refill you, here. You, Absolutely. The old J-U-L-L. Uh, oh, here it is. There you go. Oh, thanks, dude. Oh, uh, yeah, so this is one. Um, He's so warm. And I had to bring this one up, of course. Uh, and I'm just going to paraphrase it because I can't find the exact quote. So, obviously, this guy, we're talking about, you know, all the ways that we think his philosophy is cool or not cool or whatever. But of course, and anyone who's a controversial figure, there's going to be dissenters, people who don't respect them. I mean, uh, our Messiah, Jesus Christ, had a lot of people who didn't like him that much. Sure, and Jesus was cool. Yeah, you're going to have haters. Jesus was actually pretty fucking chill. His philosophy is sick. Like no, 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 no. Like, like 
That's, we're not religious people. But as much Jesus, as I don't Jesus like organized was religion, real, Jesus is like one of my number one guys. Where I'm like, his shit is good. Yeah, like, he was. He was. He's not he kidding was, about you should live like that. So, say you had some problems, he was always like, "Hey, just be chill." Yeah, that was his thing. He was like, "Yeah." It's like just, just accept, accept everyone as they are at that time. Mm-hmm. Do not try to influence them. Do not try to change. Do not whatever it is. He's just the original. Be the model. Like he who is without sin cast the first stone. It's the original glass yep. houses where it's like, yeah. there but for the grace of God go I. Like, that is me. Yeah, more dude. Yeah, just be. To, to look at someone else and be like, you're, you're fucked up, you're bad, you're worse than me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the way to be. Like, the way to be is like, you're the same as me. And like, I need to love you like I love myself. It's the whole thing where like, do unto others as you have to do to you. Like, we are, it's the cosmopolitan. We're all one thing. Yeah, well, one thing, as fucked up or as not fucked up as you are, yeah. there is accept them as they are mm-hmm. and have a conversation with them yeah. before you do whatever it is. And, like, we think – so our first podcast ever was Jesus is an alien. We and that offended that. a lot of people He's and it, an it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It should not offend you because this dude was uh, – if you, if you actually read the scriptures, he was chill. If he yeah. actually existed – he was like pretty fucking cool dude. Yeah, I got I'm nothing. A, I got no problems with Jesus at all. All the shit I have that problems with people who believe in him, religion. I got nothing wrong with him. I got problems with religion, not with Jesus. Yeah, he's Jesus got the right is, idea. Jesus was fucking awesome. If he was real, we don't know. Yeah, but he was. He was Let's a good time. He is for the conversation, but yeah, like yeah, his, his ideas if he was are here great. right now. He would probably be drinking and smoking Jewel. Again, and also, if he was here right now, most people who claim to believe in him in the United States, I wouldn't say the whole world, because I don't know much about the whole world, but most people who claim they love him in the United States would fucking hate him if they saw him in real life. Yeah. If they said this fucking homeless hippie guy is telling people to love each other and, like, take care of each other, they'd be like, this guy's a fucking socialist. Put him in prison. Yeah, a socialist it, bum Jesus who doesn't work. Jesus would fucking hate you. The way you treat your friends and family and the way you treat other people who aren't you, he would hate you. Yeah, and everyone... But he wouldn't hate you because of Jesus. Well, and everyone... He would be disappointed. And everyone <laughs> everyone in the government who's causing wars, he'd be like, what are you doing, dude? You're killing, killing the people? people, man. Killing people? I'm pretty dude, sure that's not you, on his list. Can you imagine being in the government and be like, I'm going to just uh, blow up this entire country because I disagree, but I'm in government and kill all But I the, love Christ. Dude, all the civilians, we're just going to kill them all. Well, they're not believers. Yeah, Because I mean, I they know. did this stuff. Did you listen to the guy? No. He said don't hurt each other, love dude. each other, and all you're doing is hurting each other. That's dude. not what he meant, dude. And I am someone who has been to Jerusalem. He's have, been to the land. I have been to land, and that is the biggest goddamn shit show on the planet Earth, and if I were to bring alien, I've said a thousand right times, been Jerusalem, been there, spent time there, the whole goddamn thing. Did my time. I almost got robbed there forty-five times, and if I went to Jerusalem, and I said to the aliens, which are real, um, they're out there right now. This place, just okay, cool. If you guys need to. Quickly understand the human race. Just go to Jerusalem. Just go there. Everyone fucking hates each other because one dude who was sick as fucking shit was cool. He was a hippie. He was all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're all trying to defend this land and you're all trying to kill each other over it. That's humans. It's so fucked up, dude. Human as hell. So fucked. So I'll do our last quote here before we take our last break. Yep. And so I was saying that, you know, people don't respect that much, whatever. So someone came up to him and he said, look at you, you're, you're filth. 
you live you live amongst the dogs, the street dogs, and you're just curled up. You're basically a dog yourself. And he goes, "You're right, I am a dog." And then he pissed on that guy's leg, like a dog would. <laughs> I mean, he just pulled the stick up, pissed on the guy's leg, and goes, "Yeah, you're right, I am." What are you going to do about it? Like, what's the big deal? And the guy got freaked out, walked away. But again, super disrespectful thing to piss on somebody. But when you're being called a dog and you just act like a dog, you're like, isn't this what you thought I was? Yeah, like, right. What's, what's so wrong with being a dog? These dogs are happy. They have their yeah. they have their bones. They're, they, they're chilling. They, we sleep around in their ceramic pots. We're all good to go. And the idea that you're so much better than me, but you still took time out of your day to come here and talk shit to me. Meanwhile, I'm just here just pissing in the wind. Pissing in the wind. But you're better than me. Right. Interesting. It's insane. So, guys, um, due to dogs pissing the wind, I gotta piss in the wind right now. That's why I want to take a commercial break. We're gonna go piss in the wind. We'll uh, we'll catch you guys back in a little bit. All right. It's all over, but the crying and nobody crying but me. It's all over. Ooh, as fuck. And Gunnar Hansen is like my dude because he was—he's the—he was in Mosquito. Yes, you did say That's that. That's what he's known for. <laughs> Not the most famous for. No, no, Gunnar Hansen's known for Mosquito. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, welcome back to the Dylan Joe Bases welcome Podcast. Back. We're welcoming you back uh, with a real uh, higher revving um, thoughts. Thoughts and prayers. About Home Depot. Keep talking. I hear it on my phone. I'm sorry. Yeah, you got dude. You so, um, so, I've had this thought, guys, um, and it's about Home Depot and that no one's talking about this right now, but Home Depot is running like a goddamn train mm-hmm. that the Halloween scene. Like You wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think that. It took but it was a slow burn. Slow burn. Slow and steady wins the race. Slow burn. They brought in like uh, you know, a couple skeletons every now and then, whatever. Sure. Target and You're thinking and, it's mostly paint and fixtures, but little do you know. Yeah, right. Target little you know. Target and Walmart did their thing, whatever, like but fast. Home Depot then hit the ball hard. Cranked it to left Cranked field. Cranked it hard. Right over the monster. Yeah, right over the monster with the, what, the 16-foot fucking skeleton? Everyone's talking about foot, it. 20-foot, whatever that is, thing is. It's Everyone's probably 20-foot. that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah usually. Yeah, everyone's talking about it. It's 200 bucks and or 250 and everyone's buying that. So every single town in America is less... Creative, original Halloween, more Home Depot two hundred fifty dollar, yeah, twenty foot skeleton, easily accessible, yeah, two story skeleton, fucking wrecking the crowd, and that's all it is. So like, cheers to Home Depot for rocking, rock the skeletons, because like, no one was doing that before. Halloween was whatever. Everyone did their best. Everyone a lot claims of, they lot like of, skeletons. A lot of blow molds, a lot of whatever it is. But Home Depot, like our dude over here, 
um, in place of Wallace and DJBP today. Uh, the many um, guests we found the pod. Many guests. This dude fucking killed it, dude. Like, this is a Home Depot skeleton, and this is what has made the 21st century a Halloween thing. Everyone thinks it's about the movies, about the whatever. No, it's about home, all wrong. home goddamn depot. They're taking care of business. Has taken care, taken care of business with Halloween. When I think of Halloween, I think of Home Depot. <laughs> and that's all I know. That's what like, they say. really have. Like it's 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 a cheap way out, sort of, but and trust me, I, I have done a thing in my own yard with like nice shit that's homemade. Who but, hasn't? You know? But everyone who's done a damn dick about Home De- about Halloween has been involved deeply with Home Depot. Mm-hmm. And um and I think that that's okay. I just went first place. I go, oh, shoot out. No, no. It's all right, dude. Every corner you turn in the United States of goddamn America, you see a 20-foot, two-story skeleton rocking this world. So cheers to Home Depot. Cheers. I mean, this guy, I mean, this is, this is nice, Joe. I mean, dude, look. This is a full-size skeleton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a real femur. That's dude. inside us right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the funniest thing ever is that, like, when me and you die. That's what we're going to look like. Yeah. Basically, every human looks the same. That's what we look like. Which brings us perfectly into my next quote. Let's go. So, obviously, I said many people came from far and wide to go talk to Diogenes. And one of the most famous ones that went to go speak to him was the most powerful man on the planet at the time. Also known as Alexander of Macedonia. Also known as Alexander the Great, mm-hmm. who at the time had the largest empire in the known world. Big stick ever too, probably, right? Huge dick, huge ego. Mm-hmm. The guy comes up and he goes, I gotta speak to this guy, Diogenes, I gotta hear about him. Even the fact that this guy who is like the most powerful man in the world wants to speak to this guy who's living in a pot on the street. I think mean, it really gives credence to like this guy's respect. Yeah. If, not just curiosity. Like, he was solid. He said, hey, even back then, fuck society. Exactly. That's all so, right. So Alexander the Great, the one that you know about, he goes up to Diogenes and he's like, I got to try with this guy. And he goes, Diogenes, my name's Alexander. So nice to meet you. He's obviously surrounded by bodyguards, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he goes, is there anything that, any any notions you can teach me, anything you can tell me that, that, I, that I, would, I would be able to glean from you? And he goes, yeah, can you quit standing in my sunlight? You're in, you're making me in the shape. That's what he said to the most powerful man in the world. He goes, yeah, you're blocking the sun. Because the sun is everything. <laughs> and later that same experience, he started, he started sifting around on the ground. And again, he's not, not doing a speech, not addressing, Alexander's just standing there, just, they're all like, as soon as you're at Diogenes time, you're just on his time. And he starts sifting through bones that he found on the street. I don't know if it's dog bones or whatever it is, chicken bones. Duck. And they asked him, I don't know if Alexander asked him, but someone asked him, like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm looking at these bones, and I, I can't figure out if it was a, a, a rich man or a poor man. They look the same. And it's like, shit, Diogenes, you have the world's ear. And he's like, Nailed it. he's pulling bitches. He's like, I don't know, it looks the same to me. I can't tell the difference. But it's yeah. a skeleton. It's it's all, like you just said, it's all the same. It's when it, your flesh peels away and the world takes you over yep. that's all you got left of you no one you can't knows, tell dude. what color your skin was what you thought how much money you had you're just nope. bones 
the only and Diogenes knew that. Diogenes knew that, and the only real life example of this is car school. Tell me, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're talking about traffic school or yeah, like traffic shop. School. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah, if you yeah. guys make enough, the great equalizer faults. Yeah, with your uh, license, get points. You get points, enough points. We're not. The we're, points. We are not even talking DUIs. We're talking just points. Yeah, just speeding tickets, speeding tickets, ticket, stupid bullshit, whatever it is. You end up in a classroom full of forty people, doctors, lawyers, mm-hmm. construction workers, homeless people. Everyone's equal in that room. Equal room. It's the same thing in the flesh. In the flesh. In the flesh. It's the only place on this earth where it is the same thing in the flesh mm-hmm. ultimate equalizer yeah because it could be anybody mechanic doctors dentists i mean sure mine was 80 percent teenagers who had <laughs> fast cars that's fine but we also had a timid teenage girl who definitely was bad at driving yep. and a woman in her 50s who was embarrassed yeah. about the fact that she got those so absolutely it, it was so, everybody <clears throat> i've never been but i'm the weirdly enough the only person in my family who's never been yeah Somehow, and I have and a story. I told you my story before about it, so I don't know if we need to rehash it. I have that, a, but play, we should rehash it, but I have a story of my brother Mark, who's older than me. Yeah. And um, he was in car school. It's it's like a four-week-long process. And uh, my favorite quote of car school that I heard from him is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life to this day. I have it up. Is, uh, <clears throat> is the instructor's like, Okay, class, uh, raise your raise your hand and say what uh, what you think this person should have done in the situation. You know, you are driving down one fourteen, and someone blocks the lane because they want to take a left. What do you do? And everyone goes silent. Then one guy raises his hand, and uh, this is a situation where it's really bad. You don't want to take a left there. No. You know? And one guy raises his hand and goes, yeah, I'd call him a, f- I'd call him a retard. <laughs> Kills in the room, yeah. sure. I'd call him a retard. <laughs> There's no way people didn't laugh at that. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would have loved that. That's car school for you. So boring. That's all Someone's I know. Got call him a retard. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was awesome. Funny. So, Joe, share. Oh, well, I'll just do my quick version, which is that I... Uh, yeah, sure. I... I mean, I, I would be honest with you folks. I'm always honest with you about my shortcomings. But I was forced to go there because I had a... Bad driving experience. Yeah, well, I was, I was pulled over twice by having a rejection sticker because I my muffler was a straight pipe. And that counts towards the school. Which I, car was this? The Civic. Uh, the green Honda Civic that Brandon used to own is a standard. And when he he gave it to me because my other car broke down. Dude, I remember that car. And yeah, was, I don't. I remember the Ranger. I remember obviously. Yeah, the no, CRV. the Civic was. It was to the point where I had to use. If it wasn't standard, I would have crashed because I had to downshift to slow down because the brake lines mm-hmm. were fucked. You remember that? The brake lines were spewing everywhere. Dude, I thought that was a fucking Corolla. No, it was a Civic. It's a green Civic. The one in my mom's garage. Yeah. That was a Civic. Yeah, that was the one. Okay, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. You saw the death of the thing. But anyway, so so okay, of course. I had, I think I had one point on my license for my last car when I uh, was in my work parking lot and I backed up and I bumped into a guy, which was my fault because I looked backwards and then I looked forward. I was drunk. 
<laughs> that was my lunch break. It was terrible. No, 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 I kidding. looked backwards, I looked forwards, and I reversed, but I didn't look backwards while reversing. Yep. And even though it's my fault, because I should have kept looking backwards the whole time, this fucking guy in a minivan was zipping through the parking lot of a hospital. So, like, fast enough that this is the, this, the actual speed of I can recreate it. I go, I'll speak it for the audience. I go, ignition, looking back, looking forward, reverse, pedal, hit the guy. <laughs> so how the fuck did he get there that fast? Dude, he, Jesus. He was zipping. Jesus Christ. He was zipping. I say, yeah. So I, so I hit him. He got out of the car. He, he started yelling, and I go, all right. I'm sorry, you know, we'll get the cost involved. And he was like, what happened? How could you, how could you do this? And uh, I won't do the accent, but, you know, we'll guess who it is. And uh, so the, the, cop, the cops came and the whole thing, and I made it, was like, oh, I did it. So I had that, and because it didn't, it carried over within like the 12-month period, it was that, and then I got pulled over twice for a straight pipe. So not speeding, no reckless driving, no blowing fucking red lights, none of that shit. Nothing... Nothing those crazy were those are my three offenses. Not bad driving. Backed up, hit the guy. Totally my fault. And then two versions. I was too broke to buy a better car. I was sentenced with the idea of getting pulled over anytime. And it was always fun when cops pulled me over. They'd be like, Your "Car's pretty loud. Do you want it to sound like that?" I was like, "No. If anything, I'd be dead quiet." So you fuckers <laughs> wouldn't pull me over. They pulled me over in my yeah. the parking lot of my work one time. Everyone was watching on the camera. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> you get pulled over in a parking lot by the cops. I yeah, I get what? pulled over both times. I get pulled over for the Civic. It was from Washington Street and Hudson to yeah. 99. Both times. Oh my god! The second time I got pulled over at the 99 Jesus parking lot. They Christ, they, they pulled in the parking lot, and then you know how the host stand has like the the car side to go camera. Yeah, everyone was watching me get <laughs> pulled over by the cops for the having a loud car. That was my sentence. Your car's too loud. Like, it was like... Yeah, cool. And you could tell... I mean, I don't know. I want to say everything about the second guy. But the first guy you pulled over, he was clearly like, aren't you a Hispanic teenager? He was like pissed. He was like, what the fuck is this? I didn't think you were going to look like this. I'm like, well, I am. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Because a lot of people who have Honda Civics that sound like that are doing mm-hmm. it on purpose. And I was like, I would like nothing Not- more to have a silent Prius right now, but I can't afford it at the time. Anyway, so you add up those three points... I'm in traffic school, everybody else. If you can imagine this, not everyone in there had two rejection stickers and a backup. A lot of them were going 90 miles an hour on a 45. Yeah, but also, to, inter- same school. to interrupt you, you're all the same. School. If you guys are listening to this podcast and you don't know someone who's been to traffic school, or you haven't been, or it's not your entire family. Mm-hmm. This isn't the podcast for you. This, not, you know, this you, is a podcast. You know, turn it off. This is a podcast. You made it this far. This is a podcast <laughs> for people who really understand traffic school. This is life. This is po- traffic school podcast for sure. So Joe, go on. Yeah. So I have to go to the traffic school, and uh, obviously, subject number one: How am I going to get there? It's <laughs> <laughs> drive Framingham. your car illegally. Yes. yes. So I drove the car that I got all in trouble with. Still had the same sound. Still the same muffler, and I parked it in the parking lot in front of the school, and I was like, they don't have the balls to get mad at me for this. But part of me did think, like, <laughs> I don't even want more of these. But it just shows, it goes to show you, like, so the reality of the situation is like, well, how is he going to get yeah, there? dude, everyone in Travis School it drives a, a car. Half an hour drive. I've heard stories, which you probably can confirm to me, that is that lot, yeah. some of these people drive to traffic school, get out of the car, and you're nervous because you're like, I shouldn't be driving here. Yeah, and then, I'm going to the then place. Then people open the door... And then smash a fucking 
bottle yeah. of fucking Bud Light on the ground. They, they have go yet in. to realize the gravity situation. <laughs> no, no, no. Not even that. No, they understand. The, the whole thing is they understand the gravity situation. They go, fuck this. Just like our man that we're doing this podcast about. Yeah. And they. Diogenes, yeah. You. you they, you're nervous because you're driving there and you shouldn't be. And these people it's are literally day. drinking in the car and then smash their beer on the ground. Don't give a fuck. Don't give one fuck. <laughs> so go on, Joe. Sorry. I love that. Yeah. So I'm also, So yeah, we're in the class and yeah, like I said, it was. I felt very out of place. And of course, I'm digging that holier than thou standard. You know, I'm like, I'm better than these people. I don't even deserve to be here. Yeah. It's not my fault. And to some degree, I still think I'm right because here's the responses. It was me, the young girl who couldn't drive well and wasn't going to get any better by this class. No question. And then the older lady who I'm pretty sure had like, she probably like ran a stop sign or something. Yeah, totally. Three times. Yeah, and she was very apologetic. And then 15 kids who were happy they were there. They were like, fuck you. They literally asked like, what what, what are you going to change about your driving? And I was like, and in my mind, I was like, you know, I was in school mode. In my mind, I was like, nothing. I'm going to buy a better car and never get pulled over again when I get money, please. That was my real answer. But I was like, well, I'm going to re- I'm gonna think about this. And that's the- I'm going to make a school answer. And then the old lady's like, well, you know, I'm going to be more aware of this and that. And then they fucking come to this one kid and he goes, nothing at all. He goes, this driving fast is my personality. I'm never going to change this. And this isn't going to change anything about me. If anything, <laughs> I'm going to drive faster now. <laughs> And I was like, so the guy who needs the class the most is nothing. And I'm here with the old <laughs> lady, and I'm apologizing for, for having a shit car. This guy is like, good. I can't wait to buy a new fucking part today. A new Tiburon. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'm going to get. I was like, that, that's who you're there with. So that's what you're dealing with there. It yeah. was fun. We had a break. We all smoked cigarettes, and that was that. <laughs> Oh, God, that's funny. I don't know how we got there, but yeah, points on your license, and then all of a sudden you're in there. It's a great equalizer. That's what it was. Yeah, it's the ultimate equalizer is that, like, from the people that I know, because I know a lot of family members who have gone through this, through the whole loop, Mm -hmm. and they're in there, and it's them, and then it's a doctor. It's worksheets. And then it's a fucking those kids. It's like... All of the above. You don't pick who you're there with. It's just, nope. That's the day you nope. go in. It's not like but it's yeah, just... yeah, that was my favorite it's part. It's not like it's just some Everyone people, it's drove like this... there in the car that they're here that because of. <laughs> and they all pull yeah. in. Your license is suspended. <laughs> <laughs> they could have doubled their money by just having one camera out there and just writing tickets for every fucking one that shows yeah. up. So as my... All, all I know, because some... By the grace of Jesus H. Christ... I have never had car school, and um, but, and, you, and you, I think you deserve it more than. Oh, I deserve it, and um, <clears throat> not like it would solve anything, but I'm just saying that if you, if I took that whole group, you would fit in right there. You know? Oh, for sure, yeah. Oh, I, I know. You wouldn't disrespect the teacher like they would, but you would not change your driving. No, they'd style. look at me and they'd be like, well, "You're." Yeah, uh, you can hold a conversation while yeah. you're here. Yeah, exactly. Like you seem like you and you're like, well, are because I, I drive in a car with a five point harness and a roll cage on the highway as part of my per- it's my personality with a well of diff. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, and uh, but not even that. Like no, one time we were leaving Andrew Thrain's. Sorry to make names. We we're leaving. That's Andrew, not the A we talked about earlier, though. Different guy. Yeah, different guy. Yeah, different guy. Um, his um. Uh, engagement party in Stowe at like 3 a.m. Yeah. And I left driving my brother's car who was in car school with his license suspended. At the time. And I got pulled over 
on the way to Rosendale, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to jail. Mm-hmm. And the guy pulling me, he's like, hey, uh, license registration. I was like, uh, yeah, sure. And he's like, who's August Reed? I was like, my brother. He's like, his license is suspended. I'm like, I know, that's why I have his car. He's like, oh, 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 yeah, okay, all right, well, okay, sounds good. Um, have a good one. He pulled me over because he ran uh, the plates. He was trapped, yeah, because you didn't commit a crime. I did nothing wrong. He- Oh, that's why he got so fast. He ran the place. He thought he was going to get you on. fuck out. Yeah. This guy, he's like, I I did nothing wrong. He ran the plates. It was a legal stop. But it was was an illegal stop. Yeah, that's what I said. I just... It was an illegal stop. You have to commit an infraction to get pulled over. You can't just pull over because of the plate. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, no, it's not me, dude. And, um, That's good. And he That's good. Me you go. weren't fucking speeding because he could have been like, not well, at all. while I have you. I was driving the purple car in the driveway. Smart. Like, I was like, yeah. And, and he let me go immediately. And yeah. I was like, Jesus. A smart cop. Fucking Christ. Some, some cops wouldn't do that. They but he wasn't. Like, well, like, I don't he have them, so now I have to try to twist it into something. No, I didn't. He would, he, he felt like he was like he was in the wrong. And he's like, just he right. get the fuck out of here. He was in like, the wrong, yeah. Cool. Sounds good. I'm good like, I'm not going to go to court for you, dude. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, hey, no, all's good. Have a good one. Um, see ya. There yeah, it was scary. Yeah, yeah, that is that is that's, that's it. Wow, driving is something else. Ah, uh, yeah, Gotta old do it, though. driving. You know old what I mean? Driving. So back to uh. So I got my last one. Uh, back to our boy. Yeah. So I brought up uh, the idea that you know the most famous philosopher of the time, and maybe even now, is Socrates, and uh, he had all these new ideas about the world and this and that and the other thing, and he was well respected uh, to the point where he was allowed to speak in front of the Senate and this and the other thing. Ultimately, they put him to death and they killed him because of his ideas. So he Makes wasn't sense. that well respected because yeah. he was shaking things up too much. You know, what happens if you shake things up too much? Just look at uh, anyone in history. Don't ever shake things. You're going to get killed. Yeah. Of course. You're yeah. too much for people. Um, but if you ever did uh, check it out, it, there's, there's a YouTube video where they just they just read Excuse me, Socrates' uh, defense in modern English, it's very nice. Because the old one is rough to read. You're like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But they do it now, and they, they basically translate it to like modern English of what he was saying, and he's just fucking with all of them. He knows he's going to die, and he's like, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Well, how do you mean that? And then he just tears him apart. So this guy is cool as fuck. And he goes up to uh, Diogenes, and he's like, I got to learn about this guy, because I'm the respected guy with the robes, and I'm the fucking tutor... Rich people are paying me to teach their kids about how to suck me off and whatever else they have to do. Yeah. And um, so at the time, he had tried to define things like, you know, in philosophy at the time, it wasn't just like me or life. It was like, what is a triangle? Like, they were trying to figure out everything. So Diogenes is, you know, rolling around the dirt. And Socrates has recently said the definition of what a man is. And he was trying to make it as simple as possible, break it down to its core. Pew! Here he is. Uh, And he said... Socrates said, a man, at the simplest form, is a bipedal, featherless being. You have two legs, you walk on two legs, so you're not a cow, you're not a cat, and you have no feathers, so you're, you know, you're not a, an eagle or whatever. And so, Diogenes got a chicken, uh, plucked all the feathers out of it, and goes, behold, a I'm man! man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is, now it's like okay, it's kind of a cheap joke, but like at the time he was like, "I'm just trying to show you, like, it's not that simple. It's not. Man is more than just a bipedal, featherless being. It's chicken. Like that. Yeah, yeah. 
And at the same time, uh, Socrates is like, well, why, why you're, you know, you're such an intelligent guy. Why, um, why wouldn't you just join the Senate? Why wouldn't you just be a philosopher like me? It's like, because then I'd be a guy like you. I got to love that. Yeah. And one last one. People often reminded him when they found about where he came from that he goes, um, you know, like you don't belong here. You were, you were exiled from Turkey. And he goes, no, no, no. I just exile all them to stay at home that's yeah that's what happened i made them all stay at home i'm just doing whatever i want and just that kind of mentality i'm like this guy is something else so i don't know that's all i got for the main quotes from him but i, I just i like the cut of his jib no he, I like him. he was an instigator he was a fucking agitator yeah he was a weirdo oh it was the one last one i, I can't forget this one he goes if only solving your hunger was as was as easy as, how does it go? It goes, I wish I could solve my hunger like solving my lust and rub my belly like I rub my penis. <laughs> That's what it was. If only it was that easy. If I'm Dude, hungry, what a I rub my belly. If I'm horny, I rub my cock. And I'm like, that's something. That, that is something. <laughs> no, I almost no, forgot like, that. That's the last. No, one. that is that is actually something. Can you imagine? Like that's that yeah. is. Something. You have you have an urge. You need to take care of it. And for one of them, you can just take care of it yourself. And the other one, you have to fucking find a chicken and pluck it. Wow. No, that is a that's a that's a mean quote, dude. Like yeah. mean as in like that's that has depth, dude. I get it. It's a circus all the thing. You're like, oh, isn't that funny? You just well, it's your the belly. same thing. But like, it means more than that. Like, he, and he means more than that because he's he's got all day to think about this shit. And I think yeah. it's it's not. I don't want to give him too much credit. Like, I don't think he's this you know transcendent genius where everything he did was for like greater good. Obviously, a lot of times he was fucking around, just fuck with people. But I think that the things that he said aren't to be taken straight no. at face value. Like, no. that exact sentence is like, isn't it funny? I'm rubbing my belly, so I'm not hungry. It's like, yeah, but it's more than that. Well, because, it. no, dude, honestly, because he's thinking of the same... Look, I understand. He's thinking of... It's obviously, like, all right, on a superficial level. Yes. Horniness, sex, hunger, thirst. Uh... They're compulsions, they're needs that we have. Well, what else, I'm trying to think of other things that we need to take in. Breathing. Not, like, Breathing. The opposite would be anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. um, whatever is that can't have that thing. But like, okay, hunger is a feeling where like you need to consume yeah. food, thirst, consume, mm-hmm. horniness, you need to fucking ejaculate. Yes. Um, uh, bowel movements, you need to take a shit. Bowel movement, same thing, like you have to take a shit and piss happen. and whatever. He's putting those four things in the same category. Yeah. So he's like, he's could rub his belly and then that would solve his hunger. Yeah. So he's he's doing the same thing. Like these stimuli are producing the same f- results, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Trying to get back to like... But this is what happens when you don't have a job. Yeah, you're just out there. No, it really is. Like, unless you have a... So, this guy clearly had, obviously, no job. No, he never did. Ever and since he also, no hobbies. His only hobby was thinking about the world. Yeah, but that's bad. Mm-hmm. That is bad, 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 bad. Like, Spiraling. You're spouting. Like, I am totally pro you inherited... A billion dollars, and if you, some people disappear. Mm-hmm. 
they just go, I okay, cool. Like I've been working for thirty, forty years, twenty years, whatever it is. I'm done. Now I, I the thing is like if you just inherit that money out of the gate like Britney Spears, mm. um well, you end up I mean, she didn't inherit the money. She had to work since she was a little yeah, kid. Yeah, you're right. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're right. Um, How about Paris Hilton? Sure. Good point. So, what are those people? <clears throat> you don't understand the meaning of life. And no one does. But you don't understand a whole lot of the meaning of life. You can't relate to the, you mo- the gotta, struggle of most You people. gotta be at least 30, maybe 25, mm-hmm. to really understand, like, hey, someone gives you a billion dollars. What are you going to do with it? Some people go, like, I'm really, you know, they love the vibe of, like, the whatever. Some people just go, all right, cool, I'm just going to be comfortable, and I'm just going to I'm just gonna support my hobbies. Yeah. And Or some people just donate and get back or whatever it is. But some people, like this guy, just sit in a goddamn room in the dark and think about life. Yeah. I think that is the most toxic, fucking awful thing you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. Because you're getting up in your head about all that. Yeah, but as a result, this guy, this, this guy's result did everything that he didn't want. He did to his accomplishment and to the world's accomplishment expose human nature. Like he said, this basically everything's bullshit. Everything's bullshit. But if you got that money and you all of a sudden didn't have to work anymore, because like everyone, you were we're born. We're born to be like, what do you want to be? Garbage truck driver, engineer, doctor, lawyer, mm-hmm. fucking you know, plumber, dentist, uh, fucking nothing, uh, scuba diver, whatever you know, fucking Disney princess, whatever you want to be. Yeah. You should do that, you know. But then this this guy realized that that's all a bunch of fucking crap. Like, what do you really as your? That's a lot of crap. Yeah, okay. it is. But like, what does your soul really want to be and do? Mm-hmm. And if work is your answer, then you're just supplying the work chain of the world to constant improvement. Like, <clears throat> no other species of animals or people go. We're just gonna keep making things better. Like ants. Ants yeah. are an example. They're doing it great. They're never trying to constantly improve. We're the only people who are doing that. Lions, tigers, elephants, wolves, being themselves. fucking we're birds, pterodactyls. No one's like, we're going to make our systems more efficient. We're the only ones who are doing that. So it's like, true. so what is this? So this guy's on something big time. He understands it completely. He gets it completely. 100%. Yeah. Um, but if you have all the money in the world, then... You don't need to do what he did. You can just be like, hey, I can consume stuff. Mm-hmm. And yes, I can produce myself. back to society, but you don't have to. You can also just consume and just be comfortable and just be out of the picture completely. For sure. Yeah. And just be like, hey, so in my life, yes, if you really, your goal, your absolute, this is my thing with him, with him is if your absolute goal is to be a homesteader, Neanderthal, homeless, not Neanderthal, homeless, fucking hippie, whatever, in the city. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. You can do that. You can go get your fucking dollar slices and whatever it is. 
and live for the rest of your life in a fucking clay pot. Get your dollar slices in Athens. Huh? Yeah. <clears throat> Greek pizza is good, though. Well, Greek pizza is good. Or you can live in the woods, or you can do whatever. Oh, thanks, dude. You can do whatever you want, you know, like, <clears throat> um, and that's my thing is that you can do whatever you want. Yeah. He chose to live in a clay pot in a populated city because he likes people. He likes the city life. He likes this, but he doesn't want to pay taxes. He doesn't want to pay this. Right. So whatever. So it's like, it's a weird thing with this guy. It is. He's weird And I'm trying to figure it out. And I also respect that because I'm like, all right, I, I get it, but also... I get it completely. Like, I don't... There's no not getting it. Yeah. You know, but if I had that money, I honestly, at this point in life, would probably just live a pretty simple life. That simple isn't life. like, oh, I'm going to live in a pot. You know? Yeah. But I think that, yeah. Um, well, let's just go to Final Thoughts. This is, uh, this is Final Thoughts. I'm drunk now. Um, but yeah, I, I completely hear what you're saying there. But I, I think that... Um, the aspect of it that I think is one step beyond what we've been talking about is that he's not thinking of it in the way that you and I would think of where it's like, well, what would I do if I wanted to make it as simple as possible? Like, I'd get, like, a nice cabin in the woods somewhere, like, figure it out, like, just be my own thing, have some freedom to it. That's all, like, us having our, not, like, luxury, but, like, our version of, like, simplicity and comfort, like, basic comforts, basic, you know, appreciation for the world. And it, it seemed like... That really wasn't... Come on up, buddy. Come on. It really wasn't his way. He was more like, even having a cabin in the woods is meaningless. Like, it doesn't matter. You can Sure, you can go out there, appreciate nature for the daytime, and that could be that for you. But that's your own version of, like, being comfortable in your way. He's trying to be like, this whole entire thing doesn't matter. So the very fact that I would need to do that by myself is it just as meaningless. So maybe my meaning out of this is to try to challenge other people on the idea that I've found and try to see if they come around or maybe see if they convince me in one way or the other. A great example of that is that he's not so steadfast that he's the smartest man in the world. There's a great quote from him where he sees a child in the street drinking water out of his hands. And he said, and it, it was said, this is called be apocryphal, but he, he had a cup in his hand that he would use for begging or for drinking water. And as soon as he saw the kid do that, he threw his cup on the ground and he goes, I've been bested. This child knows the simple life even better than I do. I don't even need this cup. Look at this kid. He's drinking water right out of his hands. What do I need this cup for? Yeah. Like, that is not like he, I'm better than you. It's not like I, I'm a simpler life. It's like he just realized, like, why even have a cup? Like, that's extreme. Like, even a cup is a luxury. Like, who cares? This is nothing. I, I, my hands work fine. Hey, you don't need it. Yeah. Why do you need a cup for? That's the kind of shit where I'm like, I'll, I, I'm, I'm too deep in. I can't. I don't think I can ever get on that level unless I have a giant psycho <clears throat> shift in my head. But for this guy, that was just like his quest was to be more of that than ever. If I could just be a dog, I am a dog, man. My, th my final thoughts on this are, um, it's about, I think, the Kellogg's guy. Do you know about him? The cornflakes guy? Yeah. Yeah, he he, uh, he invented cornflakes so that people stopped masturbating. Yeah, but I think he took it to the next level. So, like, he had the same... It's honestly a mental illness. Like, I wouldn't even call it that. It's not an illness. It's, it, 
but it is. I mean, it's like a it's a compounding cumulative thought process that digs you deeper and deeper to death. Sure. And this guy, an obsession. I, I think it was the. I honestly think it was the guy who invented cornflakes. Yeah. Is that his? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know, guys. Guys, write in the comments. We talked about him before briefly. I'm sure on the pocket. I know we. We have. definitely have. So his first thought was that like he was super super rich. He was like a Kellogg's brother, and he had everything. Lived in a giant mansion, and had everything. And then he decided that this is meaningless. So he sold, started selling stuff. He started selling, you know, like, hey, I'm gonna, oh, not do, selling, donating stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna get this property. I'm so gonna get not, this not thing. Trying to get more money. This whatever it is. Like, I can, spot. I just want to give more and more of myself because I feel like this is, you know, like I'm not living the life. Like, I, I, I yes, I can drink water for my hands. Why do I need wood? Why do I need plastic? Why do I need glass? Why do I need yeah. a cup? Why do I need whatever it is? And then at a certain point, this guy had nothing. And he's like, I, I gave everything. I gave everything. Yeah. I donated everything because I'm trying to go down this route of like, keep trying and trying and trying. And he eventually was like, had nothing left to give. Right. Nothing at all besides his body. So he's like, all right, well, I'm going to donate a kidney. So Really? Yeah. So he donated a kidney. Then he did this. And then he realized. <coughs> that seems extreme. Yeah, so this this is a this is a true story. This is a true story. I think as a Kellogg's brother, um, donate kidney, and then he's like, I, I I feel like I need to give more because I have much. I'm just gonna keep giving and giving and giving. He eventually killed himself. Damn. Because he's like, I need to give more and more and more. That he eventually gave his life to give people arms and legs and whatever. It's it as selfless as he can get. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah. And it's like, is that? That's not the purpose of life. I don't think so. It's not. You can't keep giving and giving and giving because you have. And we, me and you have both known people. I know someone very specifically who was, who was born super... I, I Honestly, dude, Joe. Joe. Be honest with me. Dude, I fucking hate the word privileged. Privilege, yeah. I hate it. I hate it because, because so many people who are like, oh, they're super privileged. Yeah, okay. A lot of privileged people tend to be fucking awesome because they're the people who are also, I think introspective. Is in what way? They usually mean wealth. They have wealth and they have whatever and then they also they usually don't mean musicians. you have a great relationship with your parents. They When they say you're yeah. privileged, they don't mean your mom and dad love you. They mean you were born with more money than I was. Right, right. Or so, you have born with an easier uh, path. Yeah, I you're am. white, you have a path, you whatever. Some people struggle more than anyone else in the sure. whole fucking world. Yeah. In a different way, but they have their same problems. I've been a yeah. firm, firm, firm believer of that. Like, in this life, oh, I can't say, but... <sighs> some people have it shitty in the early childhood. Sure. And then they have an okay life afterwards. Some people have it easy in the early childhood and they have the shitty life afterwards. Yeah. It kind of comes around. I, I feel like it's it kind of balances itself out to a certain extent. It's not always it's not a formula, but mm. it's there. But some people are born privileged, and all of a sudden they they live a life of poverty because they're like I I was I, they don't they feel guilty about it. Yeah. Um, but the Kellogg guy, the example of that, he was all of that, and then ended up killing himself for that. And it's like so you're given the privilege of life which is a privilege. Mm. No one chose this. You have it. 
whatever the fuck this yeah, is. Yeah, no one chose to be born. Yeah, just... whatever. Whatever this consciousness is, no one goddamn, no one knows what it is. And people who think they do are fucking lying. Yeah, and then you kill yourself because you feel like you need to give more. Yeah. And, well, he had a lot more going on than that. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's a complicated thing. Definitely. But the whole thing is that, like, yes, if you, if you spend t- a decade trying to figure out the purpose of life, I guarantee you, you won't. Nah, not a do it. goddamn chance. No one do it. Not a fucking chance. For That's sure. all I know. That's right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just to wrap up my thoughts on it, I think that um, it comes down to like, yeah, in general, I don't think that you and I would ever want to live our lives this way. And the fact that we would assume that he ever thought he knew everything and it was like, I got to figure it out. I don't think there's any evidence no, to say he that he did. No, not a chance, yeah. And I, I also don't know if there's any evidence to say that he thought that either. Like, things like finding out new shit and, and maybe this is his choice in there, whatever. But I think there's something to the idea, especially that long ago, to what we were talking about earlier, like you adding, 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 adding things to your life to try to make it like, I need to hit my my comfortable level or whatever it is. Like, it's the more money, more problems, more connections, more problems. Like, the things that we value in life, like connections and um, items and comfort and all that stuff, that's how people like you and I tend to feel like that's us hitting our peak or hitting our like our flow of like what we want our life to be like. We want to have connections with people, we want to have things, we want to be comfortable, all these things. And it seemed to be to me that this guy, and I say again, especially how long ago this was, because now you can find 20 people on fucking TikTok who are telling you similar shit to this, but this is like before, you know, most nations were founded. <laughs> this is so fucking yeah. awful. Um, that it's like there, it's almost like a, like a Buddhist idea, like non-attachment, or it's like you can have all these things in your life that can make you feel comfortable temporarily, but life is only temporary. So the fact that you need to have all these things to make yourself feel better is not worth it. If you can detach yourself from these, from this earthly world we live in, from things that you like, items from ideas that you like, from comfort, like a warm bed, or even as strongly as human connections that you feel, people you love that will all die, you will die, people that you care about who will die, the things that I care about, and I won't give up for this philosophy, he is making a point that I can at least respect of saying like that's all temporary as well. And all of suffering comes from attachments to these things. When someone you love dies, it's one of the worst pains you can feel in the world. Yeah. When you lose everything you have and you're homeless, you're suffering. When you have to freeze in a ceramic pot instead of having a nice warm comforter, you're suffering. But I think that his philosophy on it was that like avoid it all. It's those aren't to be fighting against. Like this is just it's what it is anyway. And yeah. if I can well, detach myself from it's all really these right. comforts yeah. and all this love, I am living the most simple life I can. And although it might not be glorious or lovely or wonderful, it is a way to look at the world that this just is what it is. You can't and, blame the guy. He's looking at sunsets and sunrises. You know, like, it's pretty sick. And to tell the most powerful man in the world to get the fuck out of my sunlight, that's pretty fucking baller. Yeah, it's pretty baller. I don't think any philosophers now are telling... Uh, the president to fucking move out of the way. No, but it's nice. Like, he's looking at... Again, he has nothing. And he wakes up every day to the sunrise. Looks at it and goes, this is beautiful. 
And people asked him. They they, they offered him to live with them. And he has shit. the smells and the he sights like, and the sounds want... and then the sunset. And he's, he's Simple good. as can be. Simple. He, it, he removes himself from all possible pains. Mm. And um, he's content with the truest version of life. With observation. The suffering isn't to be fought against and the pleasure isn't to be gained towards it. Just it is. I will suffer. I will feel pleasure. I'll rub my belly, I'll rub my dick, and I will be cold. But I just will be. Will be. Cold, hot, horny, not horny. I just am. I just am. I, I am when I am. That's good. That's, and they have that... a statue now in the, the town that he was exiled out of. Oh, shit. Sinop, Turkey. They have a statue. It's Diogenes. Turkey. Yeah. And right next to him, as part of the marble statue, is a dog. Because he lived with the dogs. Well, and dogs are the best example of who he is. They're happy to... They live you, in the moment. Yeah. Dogs you don't walk care in the about... House, they don't care about shit. They just are. You come in the house, they're happy to see you. And they don't think about death. They don't think about how many toys they need to buy today. Nope. They just... Every moment it's just, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm sleepy. Oh, look at my, 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 my friends here. It's mm-hmm. you. Like, they just always living in the oh, moment. There's more friends than a dog. And I, and cool. I swear to Christ, even the, the dog in the worst situation is still more content with their life on average than a human because we have 100% percent with that burden we, yeah. we, we think too much and dogs they don't think too much they think as much as you need to for that moment no question that's how you do it no question so that's our I think that's our final thoughts I mean I don't know what to say besides do you want some macaroni and cheese hell yeah me too you guys we're gonna have some macaroni and cheese <laughs> we love you we love you we're so happy to be in person again for the yeah, pod we're gonna have a good time we're gonna need some macaroni and cheese we got episode 90 coming up you better fucking keep posted they think our love is just Hell yeah. a <laughs> I don't they understand it's just a crying shame lips in fucking paradise or in that movie that Leonardo DiCaprio was in um where he's on the island. It's, probably, it's called the island. <laughs> yeah, the island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, called, it's called the island. Like, hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, you're going for a hike or you're at the bar or whatever. So I'm just in a really, just in a really good place right now. This is a single friend who's probably a girl. And they're just <laughs> yeah, like, they're I like, can picture her right They're now. just like doing yoga. And they're like, I'm just in a really, really, really good place now. Just thriving. Warning sign. That is the closest friend you have to a giant mental breakdown. Yeah, they are on a nice <laughs> They are head. not in a good place. In more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. They did a bunch of self-soothing things over the past <laughs> six months where they think they're in a good they're place. They're trying to convince you as much are, as themselves cl- in that moment. Exactly. They are closer to a mental breakdown than you've ever you, fucking they seen. They need you more now than ever. Than you've ever seen in your life. They are not in a good place. Like, he wants to have discussions, he wants to annoy people, he wants to, like, make a point about the world and be a philosopher in that way. He's, like, he's not just saying, you. I want to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> the vodka Give me the ain't off, gonna bitch. drink its goddamn self. <laughs> Pass that motherfucker Toss over here. Toss me that ruby bottle, you bitch Yeah, exactly, ass. you bitch-ass fuck. Like, hey, cool, and then we cry together yeah. and talk about our failed relationships. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> Being. That's what it's about. <laughs> That's what it's all okay? about. That's, That's our what philosophy. It's all about. Yeah. That's our philosophy. That's called banter. Okay. <laughs> you must. There's no way. You yeah. have to make fun of me in some way because then yeah. it's not that I love being degraded, which I do. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it was always fun with cars pulling over to be like, "Car's pretty loud. Do you want it to sound like that?" I was like, "No. If anything, I'd be dead quiet so you fuckers <laughs> wouldn't pull me over." Oh well, you'll be 40 years old and you won't know. 
you could be 40 years old and not having that dick fire. Yeah. You know? And that sucks. So, that's my thought. That's a great fucking point, man. It's it, People who say that, oh, you're not meant to know it all, fuck them. No, no, no. You should fuck question everything. Question. Learn about anything you want to. Yep, question everything. But when you, when you over-question the meaning of life, you end up in circles and you go kind of crazy. This is the way